Welcome to The Real Deal with me, Larry Lawton and Benz. What's up? Hey, everybody. We got a great fucking show today. Here it is Friday. We're, you know, again, starting it out with a beer, so you can't beat that. We have Corey from Oliva Cigars, the third largest cigar company in the world. He's the CEO, and we're going to be talking to Corey here. Okay, Corey? Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. Absolutely. Oliva is our sponsor. You all know that. Uh, got to meet these guys. And that's the connection, I think. I'm a, I'm a people person anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, before I get started, we got a couple announcements to make. First of all, the cigar, look in the links below. You'll see where you can sign up for the free cruise, and that's being picked on my birthday. October 3rd uh, will be the pick. It's been the randomizer, right, Ben's in, in YouTube, so it's a legit shit. It's not, it's not a rigged thing or anything like that. And it's a cruise for two, a limo ride from the airport to the Canaveral, you get a balcony room, you know, we're all going to be partying on the cruise. And if you're out of the country or you're under 21, you get a, a MacBook Air. A MacBook Air. You can't say that every time he goes, you get a, a I don't know, it, Air. It, a, Mac, a MacBook yeah, Air. Yeah, but it's some new MacBook or some <laughs> shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. Anyway, so you so get. So hold on. Thatbends.com uh, uh, forward slash giveaway. Were you getting to that? Yeah. Oh, because you told him already to go in the comments. Or not in the comments, in the no, description. No, I said look below in the, <laughs> okay. in the description. All right, all right. Uh, you'll see there we have thatbends.com for the giveaway. You also have crookeddiamondcigar.com. That's where you can pre-order. We're starting to pre-order when? Hopefully within a week. Within a week. We're going to have pre-orders. And the first 500 boxes you get into the Cigar Club. You get a free T-shirt. You also uh, get 10 entries into the free cruise, extra entries, so you get one. So it's pretty cool. Uh, we're, we're having a ball with this thing. It, it's more work than I fucking thought, though, to be honest with you. But it's fun. Listen, also, don't forget our merch. Here's the cigars, everybody. I'd open the box, but there's nothing in it. We smoked it. <laughs> when they're so good, you just got to smoke them. You can't yeah. just stare at them. No, every, every person. You know, I, I just came back. Uh, so... We're going to get into the show. We're going to have a great show today. Everybody knows it's Friday. We're going to have a good time today. Uh, Jason's in the chair, too, in case anybody wants to see that. And he, he'll chime in just do something. Uh, What's up, J-Man? Yeah. What's going on, guys? <laughs> miss me, bitches? Yeah, a little bit. Did he say miss me, bitches? Yeah, you know. He fucking busted his head against the wall. He didn't smoke today. That's the Did problem. You smoke? No. Ah. We, yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> pot in here and shit. We are a very libertarian group, meaning... Don't throw me into your fucking yeah, political affiliation. So what, no. you're an isolationist? What's going no, on? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, this would be a good show. Hey, Corey. Yeah, it is. No, no, no. I don't care what a person does in their own house. I don't give a fuck. But as a government, get the fuck out of my business. Meaning, or less government. True less government. That used to be the Republicans, not anymore. It's, but, uh, I think it's a natural... Uh, <clears throat> it's actually think most people believe in it, but they don't even know they believe in it. And then, when they think they believe in it, they actually can't live it because <laughs> they, they can't, uh, they always have to be in other people's business and uh, they always have to 100%. tell you what's right and wrong and all that stuff. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but Bro, do it's, I agree it's just, with it's you just, on that. it's just humanity. You know, uh, we're going to get right back into the cigar. Cause first of all, we got our cigar, the crooked diamond. The, this is the, the diamond edition. This is the first one. It comes out in, uh, well, it was supposed to come out what October 1st, September 1st, September. That was Where the first it? date. Now it's October 3rd. It, it, it's not. It would be a little after that. But about, today, about a week, week and a half after that. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But and, so and you can't, you can't, you can't rush these things out. We want them to be perfect, man. No, we're no, hundred percent. We we're gonna put an extra fifteen days of age on them, and uh, when they, by that time, you know, there's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fantastic cigar as soon as it gets here. So, 
You don't want to rush it. Trust me. Trust no, me. No, no, hey, can't rush, rush perfection. Can't rush yeah, everything. I mean, you know, you know listen, I don't know, like, these guys, you guys, obviously, but there's no question about that, that we believe that. I'd rather see someone wait, get the great cigar. I, I took the cigars to Fire Island. I was just up there in New York at uh, my buddy from CBS, the 60 Minutes guy, the founder's uh, daughter. And I gave the, we did that, that, that little promo. I'll show you a promo we did up there for the cigar. And I'll tell you what. That, this, that old guy was a cigar smoker for fucking 60 years. He's 78 or something. He goes, this is a fucking good cigar. I, I, I said, it is a fucking good. We ain't bullshit. We ain't just getting a fucking uh, Optimo or some shit when I was a kid. You know, that's when I started <laughs> Wood smoking tip. Wood tip. Wooden tips, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. No, no, the Optimo was better. My grandfather had the black tip that you put it in. The fucking, that's before our time, bro. We don't know what he's talking about. You know, you know, yeah, co- that was co- back when uh, Ulysses Grant or something no, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. It was really funny because, you know, I got caught smoking cigars from my grand. That's how I started smoking cigars. I was, I don't know, 16, 17. I get caught stealing his cigars. He could sit down, makes my brother and I fucking smoke fucking a cigar, the whole fucking thing. I liked it. I kept smoking, meaning like it wasn't like for some reason. He thought he was punishing you by saying, hey, smoke the rest <laughs> yeah, of this cigar. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, he's like, oh shit. Joke's on you, you got yeah. another one? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny about it is because I just fucking, I never smoked a cigarette in my life, ever in my life. I mean, I smoke weed and shit like that and any other drug you can put in front of me, but not fucking cigarettes. I just never did in my life. But now, we, we have Corey, who's the CEO of Oliva Cigar, and they're out of Miami. Is your headquarters Miami? Miami Lakes, Florida, yes. It's Miami Lakes, Florida. Do you have off, don't you have an office overseas or something? Not, like in Bel- oh, I well, yeah, our Belgium? Parent, our parent company is in uh, Belgium. Uh, it's a family-owned company, and they handle all of our in- international distribution out of there. We do sell, at, just to let our audience know, we are shipping, we got some emails about that, didn't we? About shipping all over. We're going to be shipping worldwide, yes. Yeah, because we got a, a, emails from people, will you ship to England? We'll, obviously, we're shipping everywhere. But uh, we got Corey. Corey, your story's great. We, we connected right away. I mean, it doesn't mean we have every the same opinions on politics. We're close, we're close, but... I just love the fact that I could go in there and have fun and talk and, bully, and you know, we all know our business. I mean, I know my business with YouTube and this. How did you become? You're 43 years old. I remember your birthday. Was yeah. it when you had that? How did you become the CEO? I mean, that's a great story. You're, you're 43. You're CEO of a fucking major company. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's funny because a lot of people that know me know me. I work for a cigar company, and then they're like, "Oh, they look up Oliva and like that's a big company. He's a CEO of, <clears throat> and it's uh." <laughs> Believe it or not, it's a it's a pretty good story. I think it's a, a story that people really enjoy to hear it because it's uh, gives them you know hope in in their lives. But inspiration, was, yeah, inspiration. But uh, I never went to college. I went to community college for like a year, and I was like, what am I, what am I doing here? I don't even know what I want to be. You know, so I uh, knew I liked <clears throat> this fucker. He's a street guy. Yeah. He's a party. He's a, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Stay I was in school like, kids. I mean, yeah. so essentially, I got an apartment, and all my buddies that went to college, they all partied at my house. You know, so I got where that was, part. Where out was of that? It. That was in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Yeah, okay. they were. Okay. They all went to St. Louis. You, you, do, you do know I'm an honorary police officer there. I do. Yeah. I do. We're the best roast beef sandwich in yeah. the world is. <laughs> we're gonna see today. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know we're gonna see. So hold on, the audience don't know. I, I'm gonna interrupt for a second. The audience don't know. Larry has a sandwich that is his favorite fucking sandwich. I agree, it's pretty fucking good. It is world famous uh, roast beef sandwich right here locally in Melbourne, and he was telling Corey, because Corey's coming from Miami, he says, you're going to have the best roast beef sandwich. I 
Did you go to St. Louis to get it? Because that's where it is. Oh, you oh. see? So now we've got a little bit of a rivalry here. <laughs> this is going to be good. This afternoon, we will figure it out. And by the next show, I'll tell you what Corey said. But sorry, go ahead. Uh, tell us that. No, story. no. The reason I want to do that, because uh, the last person who said something about something in St. Louis, wait till Frank talks about it at lunch. Um, Amadi's, uh, remember the fucking place? I don't. I, they, we were up there. We had 11 of us up there when I went and got my, my honorary thing getting sworn in. But I actually got by the, the whole director of law enforcement for the whole state of Missouri. And they had a whole bunch of chiefs of police and shit. And I'm, I'm getting on. I look around and go, look at this fucking shit, man. All these police chiefs and me, a fucking criminal. But anyway, so uh, Teresa takes everybody. She's from St. Louis, too. No, she lived there for 10 years. She said, oh, you got to get the best Italian. Ragazzi's, uh, I guarantee. No, it was a, a, or, a, 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 begins with an A, Amici or Amani's or something like that. Up on the hill. Yeah, on the hill. Whatever. So Frank walked in and goes, what the fuck is this piece of shit? He goes, I can't even get a fucking espresso. We fuck. I was actually teaching the academy that day. So it was funny, but we're going to see it today. Our You're friends are fucking bougie enough. They go to a fucking sandwich place and they bitch about not having espresso. <laughs> this is the kind of people we hang out with. Not me. <laughs> hey, you too. If they don't have Sambuca and if it doesn't come with the three fucking beans in it, I'm you throw, throw it on the wall. wall. Yeah, no. I heard I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of ice do they go with? Pellet? Do they go with a cube? Yeah. What the hell's going on here, man? They go crushed, shaved? What's going on? I want I mean, those big fucking balls, you know? <laughs> Zach, I fucking ate prison food. Fuck that. I'll, you know how I am. Zach, uh, was it you always tell me, you're not in prison, Larry. You're not in prison. You know, whenever I say, fuck, I drink the water. You don't have to, Larry. You don't have to drink it out of the hose. It's you're like not drink. in fucking prison, you know? <laughs> but go ahead, Scurry. Please, I'm sorry. So, uh, at about 26 years old, I came on as a sales rep for the company. <clears throat> And uh, how did you get the job? The and how did you get the job? So I was with <clears throat> at 23. I worked at Cigar Account for three years. We got bought out by the big company in Pennsylvania. I didn't want to move. Um, but how did you get that? I mean, I'm going to go from the beginning. How, did uh, you just get lucky? Whose did dick you? did you suck, bro? That's what he yeah. said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not all right. at all. Not it's at a all. job, Larry. No. He applied. He got it. Well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Was an employment though. agency. It worked out well. I don't believe it, but okay, we'll get the real story at lunch. Yeah, well, <laughs> six states uh, had Illinois, was kind of just upper Midwest. It was a large territory. We were very small. Like, it was the first sales force that they had. Um, <clears throat> left there, came to Florida. They put three people in that territory and uh, just worked from there, the western Florida, and took over major accounts, uh, VP of sales, vice president of the company, and then CEO. But I think the, the interesting part is that along the way that we were sold, uh, the Levick family sold uh, to a company in Belgium. 2016, I think it was. Yeah, when yeah, I looked, yeah. yeah. 2017, I think. 2016, yeah. And um, <clears throat> I never thought in, a, in, a, in, in my life, I can tell you when I started with the company, I never thought somebody with the last name Oliva would, not with the last name Oliva, would be at the, at the helm, at the, at the top. But um, our Former owner, Jose Oliva, ran for state of uh, Florida House of, House Speaker, and he had to leave. So that's when he stepped down, and he's like, you should take it. You'd be the right guy, the right atmosphere, keep continuity. And I did. And then he said, at the very least, it'll be a good story to tell. And I'm like, hey, you know, all right, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. a, a question. Uh, this is good. I mean, I run business, too, so it, I, I learned on the fly like you. And right. I messed up for a long time. Joe Firmini used to say it all the time. Larry, I get it. You're not a busy. You were a fucking gangster. They didn't have fucking, like, real shit. But you still were doing things. You know, you had to organize and everything else. You got to play to your strengths, man. You and how play. did you, like, learn this? Did it was on the fly, or did you follow somebody's lead? Um, 
I, I had, you know, I, a had a, I had a great mentor in Jose Oliva. Uh, he was fantastic. I mean, me and him are cut from, I think we're cut from the same cloth. He also never didn't go to college either. He raised uh, one of the most powerful people in, in the state of Florida. I think it's, and, and created a fantastic cigar company, him and his uh, two brothers and sister. Uh, I, I would say that he's my mentor for sure. Uh, but I, we've had, I've been surrounded with good people in that company for a long time. And uh, I just feel like if you if you if you try to do the right things, good things happen. You know, no, I, I'll attest to that. You got Fidel is a really great. All your whole team from Bernie to Fidel. Well, Alberta. we try to we try to have an environment that's very family like. You know, and uh, so people are invested when they come to work. It's not like uh, you know they turn the lights off at five oh one and and then go home and don't think about it. I mean, a lot of these guys live this live live it. You know, because they love cigars, they love everything we do. Um, it's a hobbyist, you know, it's a hobbyist uh, profession. So the people that are, it's not potato chips, people love potato chips, but I mean, you could be selling a, just an array of things that really don't affect people like cigars, but cigars bring people together. Um, they're social. They're not abused. I mean, people think of uh, tobacco as an, an abused form uh, substance and people don't really abuse cigars. I mean, we just sit around, maybe have a cigar, like, you know, talk about anything. But the, the, the beauty about this is it's an affordable luxury. You can be the CEO of uh, a Fortune 500 company. You can also be a construction worker. At the end of the day, you can still afford a $10 cigar and, and enjoy it. And that's who you are when you're a smoker. You're two cigar smokers when you, when you smoke. I but, love it when you put it like that. That's, yeah. that I like that. I was just thinking how great that was. And, you know, did you always smoke cigars? So it's funny. I, uh, my parents smoke like chimneys of cigarettes right same yeah and when i was about 14 15 i could say i fell in with the wrong crowd so to speak you know and uh oh yeah like that's uh, this is the show for if you want to talk about no no this is a crazy (laughs) show i see these guys smoking cigarettes i see my parents and i you know i really was like all right i'm gonna try this thing and i I smoked a cigarette and i was like this tastes like shit man like why do people even i couldn't even get past how the coolness of it was or anything because to me it tasted like a, a turd man it was awful and i'm like they really literally nonstop smoke these things over and over and over so that was my first experience with tobacco when i was 16 i used to go fishing a lot with my uncle uh, in the summers and uh he smokes cigarettes secretly while we're there and he was like hey you know uh, my, my, my boss brought me this Cuban cigar. You want to try it up? And I'm like, I don't really like cigarettes, man. He's like, yeah, but he said it's different. So we smoked it. And I'm like, man, this. Do you, Did remember you know to not inhale? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah, knew. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's like, you don't, he inhaled it. But he's like, you don't inhale it. And I'm like, that's perfect, man. You know, like, so I tried it. And I'm like, man, this is actually pretty damn good. So then I went home from there. And my dad was like. Back then, man, you used to, my parents, like, at eight years old, hey, go get me two packs of cigarettes. They'd sell yeah, them right to I me, I remember right? that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Go get a couple of Marble Reds. Occasionally, they'd be like, is your mom out there? We'd, oh, we'd go get, oh, okay, we'd go right. got beer. I mean, they didn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, you know, but it was, it was, uh, it was like that. <clears throat> and then uh, I told my dad, I said, 16, I'm like, you know, I really enjoyed the cigar. And he's like, well, shit, there's worse things that you could do. So he took me to the damn tobacco shop and let me go through the humidor and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I just... That and, is and did you awesome. start learning? I mean, I, you didn't know anything. It was about the cigar. '90s, the boom. So it was uh, like you know, cigar aficionado was big. It, celebrities left and right were smoking cigars. I mean, it was like in movies, people are going to the club smoking cigars, and we're kind of seeing a resurgence of that a little bit right now. Uh, but 
at the time, I, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I mean, I really didn't even know what Cigar Aficionado was. I was just like, oh, that lo- it looks good. Let me, you know, so I was trying everything. Shot by the band? Yeah, man. No, no, I didn't even know the bands, but I was smoking Fuentes. Didn't know what a Fuente was. Punch, Partigas, all this stuff back in the day. Um, but I just enjoyed it. One thing I couldn't do is afford it. <laughs> I mean, I was working at Wendy's at 16 years old. Right, right, you know, right. I can't have a, a luxury habit, but I had I buy two or three at a time. You know, that's awesome. You, you, you know, your story is amazing. Did could you ever did you ever picture yourself here at 43? I mean, what you do, everything. You know, you're you're, you're CEO of a, a pretty. No, good you know, company. I think everybody has a, a, a like a moment. You know, where you, I, I do sometimes think about that. Like, man, if I didn't. You know, the, when the employment agency called, if I was too hungover to take that call, what would my life look like? You know, I probably wouldn't know my wife or whatever. No, I, I didn't. You know, I, it, at some point, I never really thought that I'd be like the CEO of a major company. Um, I just thought I'd, I was an electrician for a while, stuff like that. I never really thought about, like, I don't know, being 45 years old or whatever or being, you know, at the helm of a company. To be honest with you, it's 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 a... For me, I have tremendous empathy for people, and I always feel like... I know, yeah, you do, definitely. Yeah, and I just feel like uh, that's a tremendous stress to have on you. And we have 6,000 employees, you know, and you got to make sure. But it, it keeps you keeps you uh, working hard and making sure that things go the right way. And You're think, doing a good job, man. I can tell you that. Uh, Thank you, you, you know, it, it, you really are. And, and what attracted me when I met all you guys, uh, I didn't meet you first. I met the other guys, Fidel and, and Albert and, and Bernie, I think it was, Bernie. and the girl. I like her. Uh, what's her name? Uh, she runs your foundation. She, she helped. Oh, yeah, dear. Yeah, yeah, nice. So we had, well, you and I met her that day. She came and helped, She's us, great, a lot. Yeah. helped us a lot. But, uh, you know, it, it was the atmosphere. It was the, the whole entire thing that was so I liked. You know, people say the same question with me. Larry, could you ever imagine when you were fucking gangster fucking doing this in prison? That you'd be a YouTube star doing this stuff. And I not. I still don't know it. I mean, he knows. I work here every day. I come in. I fucking, you know, it's just, it's something that, like you said, you don't, you know, do it. He's been owning companies his whole fucking life. Right. You know, computer shit. You know, I mean, us, I'm a street guy, a real street guy. I mean, you could be a street guy, but you're a smart street guy. He went to fucking Wharton. Fucking, I went to fucking... You know, you, hard knocks. Yeah, but let me tell you something. There's a lot you can't learn in the classroom. Oh, man. absolutely. I agree uh, with that. You know, you got to find people's strengths. Let them, you know, uh, you know, you got to play to those strengths. You know, I mean, you may not have, you may have a good employee, but they're not necessarily in the right position. You got to be able to identify that. Also, you got to like kind of be forward thinking, trends, things like that. Um, last couple of years have been kind of interesting, man. I mean, I don't know that anybody in the world could run a bit would could have learned how to run a business in, in a pandemic, you know? I mean, Oh, true. Where, where, there's, there's no, <laughs> no, no I, start, I started on 20, no, no, 2020, took, but he took over. Yeah. You started and you're right. And, but let's, let's be honest. Yeah. 2020 was a good thing for you because people were stuck at home watching YouTube. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. he's running a company that can't get their cigars out because everything shut the fuck down yeah. and he took it over right as things went down. Yeah, so that's I'd, interesting. I'd been in the role for a year and, uh, we were sitting there and it was crazy, man. Those days were like, I, I was just like, I don't know, you know, I, I, for me, it was thinking, man, uh, we, we have like 6,000, some during the growing season, we have like 6,000 people, you know, mostly in Nicaragua and, uh, they live day to day down there, you know? And I just, I just really couldn't sleep thinking about it, man. If we have to shut down, like these people have wow, nothing. So yeah. we, we spent a couple hundred thousand dollars and thank God I have a great, uh, you know, great owner that's supportive, but I just said, hey, I think the right thing to do, and Fidel got on it immediately. 
we put two hundred thousand dollars worth of food in storage in the event that these that we shut down. Um, it's probably not like a sound business, but it's a it's a humanitarian situation. Absolutely. So you know, like if people that run a you know a company that's public or something, they don't have these abilities to do stuff like that. But uh, but that was one thing that we did. We were man, we were. St- were uh, getting masks in there when nobody had masks, you know, like, uh, and people were, we were having a made, right? We would have to go to like some town and with fabric because they weren't allowing it into the, into the country at the time because there just wasn't any. My buddy owns a, a rum place in, 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 in Miami. He was making hand sanitizer. We were sending pallets of that over. And it was like half the time we were managing humanitarian stuff. Like, hey, we're going to make sure these guys are you know safe and taken care of. In case there's a shutdown, we got to feed them. Well, the shutdown never happened, so we were very fortunate. Shutdown that. in Nicaragua never happened. Never happened. It wow. happened in Honduras wow. and Dominican, but the but the Nicaraguan government kind of like decided, hey, you know, like we can't afford to shut down. So. Well, you, like you said, people are living day to day. Yeah, you if know, you eat today, you got to eat tomorrow. And I'm right, going to mention, right. and you know, I never bring politics up on very rarely. I got to give DeSantis so much credit because oh, yeah. what he did for Florida, vaccinated the the, the seniors. Didn't buy into the bullshit from New York and California. We have a low. We had a low. We have a lower death rate. We had a lower percentage rate, and they did all the stupid fucking Which shit. Which is amazing because our demographic is older. Exactly. I mean, so you have you know people's always oh, the web. That stop fucking give the fucking guy the credit for fucking doing it. Yeah, no man. You know, and, and uh, listen, I'm a fan of his, and yeah, man, because. Anybody who tells you, oh, he's too much of a Republican. No, he, he gave money to teachers. He fucking the, I, stopped the fucking, uh, uh, he, he gave money for the Everglades. He gave, stopped the off-ball drilling, you know, continued that. He's done democratic things. He's a staunch conservative, but he's done some libertarian. So, you know, and libertarian is basically a mesh of liberal and conservative, right? I mean, it's, you know, but some of that liber uh, in libertarian comes out, I think, when you see what he's done for the environment in Florida and... I think you're going to see a state that generally uh, has like a 1%, you know, people, I mean, I think he won by 50,000 votes. That was a difference between him and uh, the other oh, guy. Wow. Would he be imagine fucked? That? Yeah. But, uh, but imagine a situation <laughs> where he had this guy at 50,000 votes. I think you're going to see a, a pretty good sound win in a state that usually doesn't produce that type. We're very, 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 very neutral state, very neutral yeah. state. And I think that that'll be uh, indicative. You know, you can't listen to the media. It's indicative of how the people of Florida appreciate it. Sure. Hundred, we're a purple state for sure, uh, and it, and it's forty nine. Whatever you look at the numbers, it's really even fucking close. Uh, but and I think what's happening is even people who come down here as Democrats sometimes they they lived in that fucked up shit. California is Ben's and I were out there blackouts. I'm telling you, <laughs> I I wouldn't fucking go into that fucking town. The you listen, I have the biggest heart in the world. It's a people. beautiful state. It is a beautiful a state. Beautiful state. And you know what? The people are actually decent people. That's the thing. I really yeah. enjoyed every person we met was a good person. I didn't say I said, would you live there? Uh, no, I can't. I can't do the regulation on cars alone. Yeah. I, it's not every regulation. time. You I don't know. Like you walk out your door every morning and you don't know if you're breaking the law. <laughs> There's yeah, so yeah, many yeah, laws. Right, you know, right, you're right. just like, what the hell, man? I don't know. You know, the, I'm so over laws. Fact of the matter is, you have those here. What was that one law you said that was like ancient? You can't get a blowjob in your car or something? No, you that you can't have anal sex and you can't ha- have a, a blowjob is considered... Uh, that's an actual law. That's a law. They can actually arrest you for that. Mm. Can you imagine it? No, they, they don't do it. I mean, I think... I know, I, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, I don't uh, think I want to get arrested, but, I mean, I'd, I'd probably, you know... 
break that law. I've been breaking the law. I've been breaking the. I've been breaking that fucking law. You know, it's so. I like, guess, I'm, a, I'm a common sense. I guess guy. I'll call me an arch criminal. I don't know. <laughs> we, same, same. <laughs> we have way too many laws. I mean, uh, there yeah. should be common sense stuff. It should be how you treat your person, how you treat it. Look at person. liquor laws, man. Liquor laws in this country. I don't like you. All the law that's costing me seven cents some of a these cigar. Laws what is it? Seven cents a cigar? So no. Uh, don't even get me fucking started about the FDA and their bullshit and how they want to fucking. Uh oh. They want to bundle. Let's not make enemies. They want to bundle cigars <laughs> with vapes. Yeah, but that's. We just won that lawsuit. Man, I know. And, and uh, that, was a del- that was a David and Goliath story. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, what happened? I'm on the, I sit on the Cigar Rights of America board and. Oh. Uh, we we took the fight to him, cost us millions of dollars. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of people said we couldn't do it, and this I mean this next this last latest round was like it was like all right we're going for broke. It looked and, like it wasn't going to happen. Oh yeah, everybody was just like, you guys are crazy throwing money at that. It's just crazy, crazy, and you know our staff at, at CRA, Mike Copperman, all those guys, and 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 the people that funded it. Um, were believers, and and we went for it, and we and we went with a, a judge that was appointed by Obama. The guy just basically applied, you know, like the law and said the procedures. You guys didn't follow them, and the FDA is just their own scientists came out with a report thinking it was going to be some bombshell. It was a dud. In fact, it supported. That you told that, me that, that I remember yeah, when we that, there's longevity and cigar smokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they like try to like put some some things in there that are like, oh, if you smoke cigarettes before, it's harmful to smoke cigars. Oh, like, I got okay, that, yeah. but what if you don't smoke cigarettes? Like <laughs> me, like I never smoked cigarette. <laughs> okay, right. so do your cigarette thing. But I think I think we're gonna get a a favorable uh, you know exemption there or something. We'll see. You know the judges uh, the judges still got to rule on what the remedy is, but we hope that uh, we're just removed from the law. We'll see. But that's normally how things happen. You know, it's, it, it's funny because, first of all, DeSantis, he stopped smoking cigarettes in all parks, except for cigars. Yeah. We've Did got you know a, that? We've got a lot, a lot of fans of cigars up on up on the Capitol. I think that has a lot to do with Jose Leiva. Uh, uh, and people sure. realize just like, hey, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, by the way, their own studies, like zero, it's negligible how many kids smoke cigars. Right, because, yeah, you know, the, the price point on it alone just, you know, says no. You know, I think when they, you say no, kids, black and miles, 18 to 21, there are people smoking cigars. I'm, I'm talking premium cigars, right, right, hand rolled, t- you know, yeah. that are 100 percent long filled, not not the, the Philly blunts and, the, and the stuff like that. That They wanted to lump that in with the cigar data, but we've been doing everything we can to make sure that uh, premium cigars have their own definition. And that just basically separates completely. Once you do that, it, and also another another thing they did, too is they uh, raise the age of 21 so they can count 18, 19, and 20-year-olds as uh, kids. kids. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, so even that, there's not much of a, a youth access. Let me ask you something. Does that mean that if – does? I, well, I don't even know this. Maybe you could tell me. Does Oliva have any Cuban sandwiches? Any short fillers? No. None at all? No, but our parent company makes short filler machine-made cigars, but that's a big thing in Europe. Are those gonna are those gonna be bunched in with the blunts? I'm calling them blunts for lack of a better term. No, these are they're actually premium uh, premium machine made, meaning they use quality tobaccos and stuff. A lot of the stuff you buy here is used for other things. Oh no, I, I <laughs> know, know why. I mean? Yeah, it's, but, it's cardboard uh, inside for a reason. Yeah, that's so. why our boxes are so good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but I, we don't, I get what you're saying with that. By we way. don't really have a huge mar- uh, like on our end. We don't where we sell some premium cigars. There's not a large market for machine-made cigars. Now, there is some sandwich, sandwich cigars that are out there. 
Uh, I'd imagine those will be not part of the lead, the, the, the FDA exclusion, but uh, they'll still exist. They just will be under the, the purview of the FDA. You know, you, you know uh, I just want to mention something for the audience, too. When you mentioned that you were a little surprised because an Obama appointed judge, what I've learned, and I've dealt a lot in the law for 10 years, in federal law, when the guy gets appointed to the federal bench, they can't be kicked off. They fucking give a warrant to the president of the United States. If you're a federal judge, you're appointed for life. The only way you can lose your job is be impeached. You actually got to be impeached by Congress. Fucking, you have to fucking murder somebody, do something. Alcee Hastings, or you know what I mean, really yeah. embezzle and all the kind of shit and then get caught red-handed, everything they've done. It's so hard to lose that job. So they become, they truly, I look at federal judges, everybody's all up in arms, you know, the Democrats. When, when oh, dude, the court's going to be, listen to me. These people, whether it was Roberts, who's the chief judge, he fucking, he went with Obamacare and whatever. They go with their conscience. So all you got to do is get a guy who's a decent guy, common sense guy, more yeah. so than some fucking, you know, crazy. And they're going to do the right thing by people. Yeah, I don't, I mean, some, there are some activist judges on both sides, oh, obviously. Sure. Uh, you know, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's healthy for America. I think, it, but the thing is about law is it's up for ter- interpretation. And you don't have to have a law degree to write law, but you have to have a law degree to interpret it or practice it. So there are lo- there's like a lot of gray areas and things. And who the hell can read most of the laws and understand it? Only attorney and half. They <laughs> did that on purpose. lawyers like Larry. <laughs> yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did that on purpose, Corey. Yeah. They really did. You know, laws is supposed to be able to go pro se, which means for oneself. But what happens is... They put so much legal, they call it legalese. They put so much legalese, so you got to hire a fucking attorney. Yeah. And otherwise, you're going to get fucked at the end. I married one, so. Oh, your wife's an attorney? Yeah, she's What kind attorney. of attorney? Well, let me tell you something about attorneys. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of attorney? Uh, she was, uh, she's doing child support for the county of uh, Manatee County. Right now, she's not practicing. Oh, she's home That's a good kid, kind yeah. of lawyer. She, she well, I know she, how's she feeling with the leg? Oh, she's like she's back in Europe again <laughs> for three more weeks. Oh, nice. So I yeah, so it. she's uh, she's with her dad and uh, she's having a great time overseas. But uh, yeah, she broke her foot uh, on the last day of her last trip, uh, walking downstairs to breakfast. <laughs> yeah, even though she had been hiking in mountains and stuff, that that's what did it. I, I remember that when that happened, you know, because I never been to Europe ever in my life. What a damn shame. I don't give a fuck. But you gotta I go. You got to go, man. Yeah, I know no, you said, you, you did say that. And yeah, a lot of people have said that. I, you know, I took like just. Do, like a, do a cruise, man. I just went 14 days from the 14th of August until the end. That was my kind of like getaway. And it was, I went to Georgia and what else? The fuck? Oh, Colorado, Denver. I went to, you ever oh, yeah. been to Red Rocks? Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw, Fuck I've been there twice. Unbelievable. I saw OAR there, man. It's like, it's... Steve uh, Miller band. Yeah, oh my God, it's like, uh, it's a holy place, man. It's, I'm unbelievable. It's, it's, it's I don't care, I don't feet. care, I don't care if you don't like the band, you're going to like it watching it there. Right, right, Did right. you know what I couldn't do? I couldn't fucking go up the stairs. <laughs> you think that's a fucking joke? It's, I'm going back. broken. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm broken it's, anyway. It's, it's you, you see 50 miles away from up there, man, and it's beautiful. And you're fucking altitude. Fucking Bomolowski runs seven miles a fucking day. He comes up. He goes, I had to fucking stop. He goes, Larry, don't go down. Hold your piss. You'll never fucking make it up. Yeah, you can't go up to Aspen and all that, man. That's like the highest point. You'll, I, was, I just walked up a stair. One stair. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, am I having a heart attack? 
I'm like, I, I, I got to get back in the gym. I, I know I can do like a couple miles. Like, was, There's a trick friend, to it, you know. You just don't notice it until you do like a little little exertion. You're like, oh, my God, what the hell is going on here? I actually, after my one friends were like, I can't take it anymore. We're going back to Colorado, down to Denver, which is a mile high. And they're like, we're going back to Denver and all the way down. And I'm like, oh, it's so much better down here. But and that's it's still bad. Yeah. We're in 14 feet. Florida is 14 feet above sea level. So it's really extreme for us. Yeah, I mean, fucking you're used to it, you know. And then you get someone like myself with the back and everything else that goes along. How about my brother? Where do he go? He's got one lung. He's going to have a fucking time. That's why he lives in Florida. Yeah. You know, he's brain dead. I know that there are listeners right now in Colorado and in places that are high up, and they're thinking, these guys are pussies. Yeah, but do do they come down here and be like... They can just breathe so much better. I mean, I always wondered that. Like, yeah. and and it must be, su- and it is. It's got to be such an advantage to be in a team that uh, that plays there and then have their like like I was thinking in the. I'm a big Blues fan, and they played the Avalanche to start in Colorado, and these guys got to like condition themselves at, at this altitude in short period of time. It's just not possible. So you definitely have an edge on that. You there, know? there is a tr- there are medical tricks though that you can take. Like, well, you can Frank take a- used to bring his. Uh, Boxing team there, you know. Well, their the headquarters. Well, you can just take Cialis. It, does that really work? Oh, that's actually a treatment. Cialis? That's a treatment for... You're uh, talking about the hard-on drug? Yeah. yeah. It's actually a, the low-dose is a treatment for, uh, I think, uh, pulmonary hypertension. No shit. Yeah. I got that. <laughs> yeah, you got it all. <laughs> I take also, the shot. Also, they say Viagra it prevents Alzheimer's. Really? They do? Yeah. What does the shot prevent? I don't know. I got the trimix shot. shot. I prevents you from not this. having a good time. No, 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 no. You, you know about the shot. Yeah, I know. I fucking love that fucking shot. I, 30, I'm gonna get a 33 promo. Thirty-three minutes. It took thirty-three minutes 33 before minutes. we got on. We, it. That's a good that's one. A that's a long like one. quadruple. That's because Corey's here. Corey's here. <laughs> You're keeping We're the talking show about talking. We end up talking crazy shit, sex yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah, that goes yeah, on yeah. here, and he keeps the track. He's he's just fucking with me, obviously. But the it's it's the truth. With listen, I try everything. I'm a believer in that. Try it. You don't like it. Don't well, they happen it, to call it Trimax, don't they? Trimix. Try this mix. <laughs> Listen, I found out about it from a porn star. But don't you it, tell me what to do. <laughs> it is the best thing. I, it, it, I, I'm telling you, whoever fucking invented that, that makes Viagra look like a fucking uh, vitamin. You know, Viagra gives me a headache. Anyway. Somebody's got to explain something to me, though. We got, like, three erectile dysfunction drugs in the course of, like, uh, the, about two, three years. We haven't got anything new since except for this Trimex, which I think is just No, it's a, not new. It's, it's, it's a liquid form of all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's very strong. It goes direct into the penis, yeah. and it doesn't go through your body. So you, you inject the needle into you your side penis. But what I'm trying to say is, like, why can't we get some more, like, uh, you know, advancement in that, in that department? You know, like, why can't you take one, one pill and that lasts a year? Oh, wow. now you're fucking. You know, this is, what is why this, he's the CEO. Yeah, he's thinking bigger he's than I'm. I'm thinking of tonight to get laid. He's thinking fucking down the yeah, line. Yeah, you're you're like a a, a far sight. I'm a guru. Guru. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. dabble in anything. A, f- yeah. <laughs> a fucking sex guru. The uh, listen. When I think, uh, I want to get back to a couple of things with cigars. Uh, you and I again connected, and then I picked that thing. We had that fun doing that, and picking them off the trays and smoking yeah. and then fucking. I, I think I smoked so many fucking cigars that day. <laughs> I fucking went out of there with a fucking. I said, well, Did I really fucking smoke? Yeah, I gotta that get you some chocolates next time. I have good chocolates. Yeah, because uh, if, if <laughs> you chill out with those chocolates. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because uh, when you when you smoke that many cigars, first of all, you can't smoke the whole cigar. You can smoke about you know you try to smoke about 
you know, a third of it at yeah. least. W- we and then, <laughs> and then, especially if they're different blends, what you like to do is reset your palate. Sure. So, uh, like wine. What I yeah, what I love to do is uh, just have a little tiny chocolate. It cleans your palate. It's funny we were down in uh, Honduras for our new brand, and my my team was there, and I brought some chocolates, and they were like, "Does that work?" And I'm like, "Try it." Bam! And they were like, "Oh my god, I can taste it. Tells it, it works." Unbelievable. Is regular chocolate dark or milk? I chocolate? personally like uh, dark chocolate because it's not as sweet, doesn't interfere with the taste of the cigar. Wow, I didn't even know that. Just to let everyone else know who's listening to the show about cigars today, like the cigar I have, I did not know this that th- you have that what do you call it, recipe or whatever you, you know blend it's, blend is in a vault or whatever it is. You a secure room. Cameras, all this shit he was telling me. Yeah. We got to go down seeds, there. Yeah, we, seeds, yeah. We got to go down there. Can you invite us down there? Yeah, man. We could. We should come down. Uh, you want? Should, you're coming, Ben's right? Of course. Yeah, you I want to go to Nicaragua. Yeah, That's what I'm I, talking but about. I think you need to come uh, first quarter when all the tobaccos in the fields. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. We'll go see sunrise on the on the tobacco farm. Uh, we've got. I want to do videos. Yeah, you know, videos. My, you know, yeah, the, yeah, man. You know, come the, down for like a week. We'll uh, we'll go around. We'll. Well, uh, there's, there's, you know, I think one of the things people don't understand why a cigar costs $10 or whatnot. I think people, if everybody saw how many hands touch a cigar, but it's, it's very labor intensive, you know, like the, the, the tobacco wrapper we buy today isn't going to be used until 2024. So right. it's like, uh-huh. it comes in and it's literally wow. spends all year processing it, but it's very labor intensive. You really can't put machines on any of it and you'll see when you go down there be like wow you really that we've done everything we can to try and automate some things temperature readings humidity readings but it's really difficult to do like anything not by hand right you know i want to give their company a a, a real good shout out you're very open to you actually have 60 percent women working down there and that was told to me by the the lady uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah um that's amazing yeah. Isn't and that common in the industry, though? I don't know if it is because I only have my numbers, but right. I do know that when I gave them to, uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, lobbyists and things in Washington. That was a that was a huge note for them. I mean, it's because single, mo- single mothers, single oh, yeah. mothers, you know, like uh, you understand because when they were talking about, you know, FDA giving us control, the control, they, they had not the build back better. They had like a huge tax raise, huge I mean, I got to give a shout out. You know, Senator Manchin was a big help on that. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin, great guy. Good dude. Right? Yeah. Um, but it was like, hey, you know, they like they like hearing. Like, not only is it, you know, uh, Latin American people, you know, that are, you know, uh, minorities, but we're talking single, you know, single mothers, you know, and 60%. It was a, a, a number I threw out. And it just kind of kind of blew people's mind. And I was like, because it came came to me. And uh, I was like, wow, that's a good talking point there. Absolutely. Another thing I want to talk about, because you and I, we get to talk. I love when we hang out and bullshit and stuff. I did not know that South America could really supply us with everything we need to put factory. We talked about that for a while. Yeah, for the most part, if we shifted, (laughs) you know, if we shifted most of our jobs in China over to even Central and South America... We would never need China again. I mean, it's just everything is there, and and it makes more sense because you can, you know, and it's, it's all connected. It's connected uh, not by it's land, a, you know. Closer and everything. the container ships—they're ripping us off on the container ships, man. The containers are just ridiculous. That's one of the reasons, cheap. One of the big reasons everything's going up in price. 
And you also told me that, like, even without cigar, it wasn't even a cigar. You said it was the labels, too. You had to go a different source. Yeah, we had to go get labels from people. Because, you know, these are, uh, not many people make these, you know. There's not a lot of manufacturers of labels. So, so that was difficult. It just, you don't own your own label outfit? No, 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 no. We don't. I mean, I guess we could, but uh, we don't really need to, you know. I mean, we it, it's really something that they would have to have, like, 10 major companies to, to, to make any money off it. So right. it, the, the cost is very sure. minimal. Sure. to do that. So, but Oliva does everything else. They do the boxes. They do everything. I mean, right there in Nicaragua, right? Yeah, all the, all the boxes from seed to store. It's pretty much an Oliva product with the exception of the cellophane and, the, and uh, maybe, like, you know, the, the bands, that's about it. Wow. Wow. I mean, see, that's what I was telling you. Remember that that's good when you can go and you're not all over the place. I call it whatever it is. You're dealing with one person, you know, the best thing I look at things and we're going to, and, and Ben's and I talked about this when we set this whole thing up and stuff. This is a long time deal for us. This is not a, 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 you know, one and done. You keep telling me, you know, how that he's, you know, really on that with stores, this people, you know, then we're going to do marketing campaigns. I got a lot of connections, obviously. And that's, that's a big thing. So, and, and you know, our brand, obviously the, the, the crooked diamond is about relaxing, take a break, get off work, relax, get a crooked diamond and chill. chill. That's like you kinda, said, yeah. doesn't matter if you're the CEO of a fortune 500 company or you're a, a fan of ours and they smoke right, cigars in exactly. Europe or whatever. Cause we had one guy wanted 10 boxes of you, you shut that down. You're going to eat those? <laughs> That's a lot. No, he, a lot. No, he, we got to make sure we have enough for all the food. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're not doing that. We're at, actually, at some point, you could probably get 10 boxes, but not in this, especially the sign boxes. But God bless, man. Somebody that's supporting you I'm like saying, that, I mean, but, that, you're blessed. You but know? we also, you'd, you'd be surprised how many people email us and want a, an ungodly amount of boxes. Really? That's, why, awesome. that's the it's reason amazing. why we want to... Make you know, sure we make get sure that everybody line. gets them because we're getting so many people who just want to, you know, people who've never smoked cigars in their lives. Well, I, said, I mean, never seen a cigar. I mean, don't think, don't think that didn't come into consideration for me uh, when, when, we, when we delayed the shipping. Sure, sure. Yeah, so it's, you know, you people, that, I know that you're going to have a lot of people probably smoke a cigar for the first time because of the show. And then I want it to be like magical, like the first time I had a cigar. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because when I, when I showed uh, Thomas from Dope as Usual, had to smoke a cigar. That was a great piece Billy Billy did, too. The, you know, cut up him. Oh, man, this is good. He's, none of that was planned. Nothing was, we were fucking high as kites. Because in that show, you smoke <laughs> weed. I mean, uh, you know, it's crazy. And my guys all said, yeah, can't do it. Don't do it. My son, don't do it, Dad. You don't have to keep. I kept up with that motherfucker, didn't I? You did. I did. And I was fucking actually worked that whole fucking week. And it was like, <laughs> holy shit. I was stoned Every fuck, and I don't get that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get stoned, but not like that. I I use it for medical. Is readers. there a leprechaun version of marijuana? You can't get a leprechaun drunk. You can drink forever. Ooh. Is there a marijuana version? You know, there might. It had to do. It's Snoop Dogg is there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> Willie Nelson, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. He's, he's the, the leprechaun. You, you, know? cannot, you cannot take him down. Nope. It's just like what a he's made a whole career on that. I mean, he's it, made it. Listen, he's a successful rapper absolutely. first. Yeah. Hey, man, I love his little uh, his little cereal came out, man. Snoop I Loops. love it. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop Loops. Loops. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good for him, man. He, he hope, if you pay him, I think the number is 200 grand. That's his number right now. You pay Tell him 200 grand, he'll do whatever man, the fuck you want. You know, there's all these bad things. As, you know, everybody has this thing about, you know, uh, you know, like America and this and that, but. Man, you gotta respect people like Snoop, Dr. Dre, oh, all those guys. Man, they legit, they legit 
like took the American dream and, and ran with it, man. You got to love it. I love it. Snoop and Dre. I mean, but really Snoop yeah. a, 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 as one. He, he's kind of like, he's kind of my hero. Yeah. You know? I yeah. mean, think about it. He came from the streets, man. They all did, man. It's crazy to think of like what they grew up in and then be able to come up with the, the, the business sense that they have is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. That can't happen in places like India. That can't happen in places like China. Well, you, you know, know, what they did is what you did. I'm going to give you a little props. Those yeah. guys are street guys, whatever, and they worked hard. Uh, they, listen, drug dealers. I mean, I hung out with, uh, uh, what's his name, Pitbull. Yeah. And he was a drug dealer, you know, and openly tell you, you know, it was fucking stories, my story. But I love it because that's actually a business. People don't get it. My business was a business. It's a business. Well, it's a I mean, distribution. It's a, little, it's a tough it's business. A, it's a manufacturing you know, distribution. Yeah. You it's don't a, get fired. Fudging. You get killed. You know? yeah. But it's... It's still a business, and they run it, and Street Smarts pays a lot. And you're a, a, a product of that. You didn't go to Wharton like him, Wharton Business School and stuff like that. that does, he's street, too. He's from Philly to fucking wacko. But it's still, I mean, you know, I get, because we hang out with some guys, very, very intelligent. One of our friends, is his, his mentor, uh, or his hero, what do you call him? Who? Chach. Oh, I love him. He invented, we, we have a friend. There's white collar gangsters too, man. No, Look no, at the no, dude no, who came no, 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 Silk the, Road. Not <laughs> this guy. This guy is is an example of a guy who did it all right. That's but, right. You know what I mean? He did good in school. He went and got a great degree. He started off with fucking nothing. He's the guy that I'm. I'm I mean this standardized Wi-Fi. Really? So Him he affects your life. That's awesome. You use his product every day. Amazing, man. And he sold for a hey, lot of money. He'll be at lunch today. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Can't well, wait to meet him. I talked to him last night. He said he'll be uh, at Is going to come awesome. to Main Street? I don't know. I, he said he'll be at lunch, one of the two. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, that's where they're all going to go anyway. And, and he's a great guy. Great fucking guy. And uh, he, he, he invented the touch. You know what I think? Yeah. The, Sold the, it to Apple. We say he, 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 but really, if you ask him, he'll tell you it's his team. It was a team effort. Yeah, well, that's, this he's guy a spent, that's a sign of a good leader, man. Yeah. He spent oh. one-on-one time with uh, Steve Jobs. You know, he's, he's big time. And, and right here out of a small fucking place like Melbourne. Yeah. And a sweetheart guy. Yeah. Sweetheart guy. He wouldn't tell you what we just told you. I mean, you could know him for years and not know this. Yeah. yeah you know, he's not he's one of those tech. people who he's wears He's a tech guy. Yeah. I mean, that's his, his real business. Marketing. Tech bends. That's what the... But, you know, we'll get back to cigars for a second because right. people want to know... Uh, we're doing a pre-launch again, and we're doing that, and we're also going to let everybody, our, our people know we can. Do you guys sell, or do you see people selling a lot on the internet? Oh, yeah. People sell cigars. Like, uh, 60% of our business is done online. 60%? Retail. Yeah. It, it, but you, I will tell you that since the pandemic, that it has shifted a little bit. People were sick of buying stuff at home. At home. <laughs> they People were, want to sit at a lounge, Amazon, man. Yeah, Amazon comes here every day. So I'm, I'm, I, I, I'll not, like, so for instance, when, you know, the cigar business before the pre-pandemic was, in it for the longest time, it being a hobbyist situation, it's kind of like bars, right? You, just because you drink in a bar doesn't mean you can own a bar. You know, there's a lot of business that goes into it, but a lot of people open little bitty tiny shops so they can have a chair and a humidor they can smoke in and really just, just make a little small living. But uh, after the pandemic, it's really a lot of people um, are investing in really nice cigar bars, uh, elevating the experience, so that and which is great for our business. Sure, which is great for our business. As a matter of fact, I was in Fort Lauderdale yesterday, uh, actually Wednesday night, and then I came back yesterday, and I actually spoke to a guy. I was going to tell you, uh, I'm not tell you who he is yet. He asked me, Larry, can I? Would you help me open a cigar store or something? He's got a lot of money, you know. 
That's all I'm going to say. He's got money. And he said, Larry, I want to do something. Would you help me? You know business. You know, you know. I said, I think it's a great idea. You can hang out. You can do whatever. A lot of stuff there. You know, I don't know the business. You're going to talk. You used to be a retiree business. That's what you were saying. Somebody yeah. retired, opens retired. up a little, a little no, shop. No, this, no, he don't want that. Or no, no, hobby. I know. Yeah, yeah. But now it's becoming. Especially in Florida. People come down here oh, from, yeah. from up north, oh, yeah. open a little cigar store, you know, and they make, you know, 50, 60 grand a year on that little store. And, and that's good enough. I mean, I know a guy that came here from Canada started a little shop here. Little. When I say yeah. small, I mean six, six seats. But it's hard. It's hard to. It really. It's hard to get past a certain point when that's all you have, unless you open more stores that are like that. You know. The problem is, is, is when when you're small like that and you're making a small living, your buying power is small. Correct. Your your facings are yeah. limited. You know. Yeah, and uh, and it's really important the selection you put on the shelf. You cannot hundred percent can't sit, and then yeah. you need to make sure that those are stock shelves. And here's a shout out to Oliva. Any shop that I go into, the first thing I want to see is if they have the Melanias. That's one thing that I look for because you, I know you like them. Though. Well, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm smoking one right now, the Siri V Melanio, and I love this cigar. Um, I've loved this cigar way before I knew you guys, way before we did any business, when I was just, you know, a rookie cigar smoker, somebody sure. who just went and was band shopping like you were talking about earlier, you know. Um, but uh, I, you always pick your favorites. So there's three or four brands that I look for in a cigar shop, and I don't consider it a real humidor unless it has those brands. And that's, that speaks to what you just said. It's so important what yeah. you have out. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but sure. I'm, I'm, let me get back to a question with you because you're saying – 60% of cigars are, are, are online, or mm-hmm. 55, 60 now, it went down a hair. Why open a sport? Why open a store? Now, he, he gives me a little bit reasons why. Well, I think, we it's a, I think it's important for our industry to have places where people try a cigar for the first time. Uh, I, I think places like... <laughs> he's, you know, he's shaking his fucking so head. I agree. You know, I, I know you do. That's why I'm laughing. You know, places, you know, I like think liquor stores like ABC's, uh, ABC Liquor, Specs, Total Wine... They have great humidors. A lot of people go in that, in that store and they are buying whiskey or they're buying beer and they say, you know what, hey, maybe I'll try one of these cigars, you know, for the first time. And they do. You know, they go in there and it, and it, and it, it creates cigar smokers because people start to realize, oh, man, this is not cigarettes. Right. Um, but the cigar stores are, are important because the camaraderie, Joining, joining, part of the experience. Yeah, joining man. with, yeah, it's part of the experience, and uh, and some people just don't like to buy online either, man. That's why we decided to do the cigar club, the five hundred shirt cigar club. Is this going to be a re- so anybody who has that shirt, we're going to know bought a box of cigars, supported us in the beginning. So it's kind of like cool, you know, like yeah. If I see someone out when I'm speaking at it somewhere or something, I'm like, oh, that's one of our supporters. You got to talk to him. Because you can't get it. Right. It's not going to be sold. It's not going to be done. Now, it's, there's it's a lot of stuff. places in America that don't have a good cigar store, you know? So the online oh, yeah. really That's hits that. That's so and, true. And then some people don't, you know, some of these smaller, they don't have their brand that they want. So they both serve a purpose. I think uh, the experience inside a cigar shop is, it's just, it's just different, man. You can smoke a cigar in your yard or your back patio, but to go in and, and t- talk to strangers, meet people. Adults don't have a lot of, so- unless you're drinking in a bar, what do adults do to socialize, man, other than run in the same circles over and over and over, or it's work-related, right? right? So if you want to go and, you know, like, yeah, talk we're not to somebody other than your wife or kids, and you want to, like, hey, listen, what, uh, I want to go, like, uh, socialize with people that I've never met before, a cigar shop is a great place to do it. There's an important point there, because a lot of people, a lot of our listeners, younger people, today, they spend a lot of time behind the screen, whether it be the phone, the computer, whatever yeah. it is. 
they're losing a little bit of that social aspect. And, and you know what people, I've actually, we talked about this here um, on the show before and throughout the years, I've had people email me and they'll say things like, you know, you guys always talk about go out, do something, you know, and it's hard for me to find an idea as to where to go. Right. Who do I talk to? People are afraid to walk up to a stranger and say, hey, you want to be my friend? It's not like that anymore. Yeah, it is crazy because uh, I got friends that, man, they, like, they, they're married and they have their kids and that's their life, man. They don't really run in social circles. Like maybe quite twice a year they'll go to a charity benefit or something, you oh, yeah. know. But I think it's good for people to interact with new people, you know. But I think that's what you're saying, what you're saying about like people are behind screens and all that. Honestly, I think that's part of the polarization of America. You know, if you think about it, like nobody ever is exposed to uh, a different train of thought than their own, you know, so they can never get challenged on it. I think even it's respectfully. The I'll disagree with you. I, I, am, I was just going to disagree with you. I'm for, gonna, I think he's going to get say what I'm going to say. Go ahead. These guys have access to everything. The problem is, is they have. They're they, in an echo chamber, bro. The, Absolutely. You know All right, fine. The echo chamber, the. The thing is, is that those kids online, and I spent a lot of time online, I can tell you. I grew up on the internet, okay? Yeah. I, I know the, the mentality of the kid that sits behind the... They don't like to take the... They don't read news. They don't go to Fox, CNN, or any... They do not fucking look Give at a that fuck. at all. No. They go to places like Reddit. They go to places like Discord. They hear conversations from all over the world. And, you know, it's not only an American problem. This is a worldwide problem right. of kids sitting behind the computer. I just don't think that it's lack of information that they have or that they only hear one narrative, I think they have so much information that yeah. it's almost bombarding. Yeah, imagine So that. I agree with you, but I disagree with like how you got to the same point. Yeah, it's well, like... Uh, you said something funny, but he said, because uh, we, I go on Discord. Discord, we have our own server. Now, you know what Discord is? Mm -hmm. We have a server. How many we got now? 12,000? Yeah, something like that. 12,000 fucking rabid kind of fans on this Discord. And I go on there and I'll speak, you know, I'll, and I'll stay for an hour or two. Remember when we were talking through the pandemic and we had the, the kids and we were changing minds because they were on it and they wanted it. And it was different views, but it went really well. You moderated it. If you've got 10 people in the channel talking, 10 different opinions. But, you know, the problem I see is, and, man, I really, I don't get political on my social media, which is only Facebook. But, man, you can turn Only on. Facebook? How old are you? Um, 43. That's why I just decided, man. I, I just can't. I, I got just, five I just, of them. I don't have enough time to, like, I, I just can't dedicate it to. But, man, you go on, like, a news article. I don't care how neutral that article is. It's vitriolic. One one comment after another, and then it's, like, an attack, man. Nobody, like, actually discusses. They just, oh, you think that you're a moron, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, geez, man, why do they even have the comment button anymore, man? It's just always read us the against story, them, man. man. Read the story, like. If you're in a room with the same people, not behind a computer screen, you don't say that shit. You don't say half the shit you say because, number one, you might get your ass kicked. But number two, like, it's disrespectful. And people have a lot more courage behind a uh, computer screen. Oh, yeah. It's called keyboard warriors. Correct. And, and that's unfortunate. That's but, you know, saying. I get that. But I'm a, again, here's a pushback a little bit. I go on a lot. And I always strive to change a mind. And, and I answer, and he'll, everybody knows, on my, on my YouTube channel, I, every video I post, we, I answer for an hour of fucking comments. And if I get a crazy one, and you get them, of course, yeah, fucking all criminal shit, God would fucking be hung or some shit, you know. Okay, really, buddy? Get the fuck out of here, you know. But I change minds, and I want that. Like you said, the comment, because I want to engage. I love to engage, obviously, you know. I mean, that's what I do, I mean, for a living, really. 
But if we don't have that comment to let that idiot just do what he's doing, because there's other people aren't the idiots and they want the opinion. And I've learned that with Discord a little bit. You know, I went on Discord the other night. Did you know I went on? Uh, no. You didn't know? <laughs> I did not know. That's rare because he knows every time I go, here. I knew you were on at 2 I, in the morning. I knew, you were, I knew you were on, but I wasn't there, no. No, no, it was at 4 in the morning. Yeah. I ended up. Like, I stay in here sometimes and, and do videos at night. I mean, what the fuck? I run my schedule, so I'll sleep till 12, you know, depending on what I'm doing. So I, I'm in here and it's quiet and I'll get on Discord and I'll just, for an hour or two, I don't know why I do it. I just pop on. They love it. And it's crazy because when I go on, bing, 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 you know. Yeah. But I love to change the minds. And I remember our conversation when we first started, or you started really, Peter, and then we did it. He runs it, is we did change minds. I remember that. And, yeah, it's true. And, and when you could change minds, Corey, you oh, can't well, stop doing that. Yeah, I think, I think that. I think you're doing a great service there. It just frustrates me, man, because you know you got to weed through the the, the psychotic comments. Can I ask you a question? And that's what is they that you too, though? Is that like. you too? Do you find yourself? I used to be more invested in trying to change minds. No, on no. There. I mean, is it, are you closed-minded now? You think? No. Can no, somebody fact, change your mind? Somebody can definitely change my mind. Okay, I love especially, that especially you know, like, uh, and. Look, I, I got to be honest with you. That's that's a sign of a good leader, man. Not always being right. You know, sure. you're not, you're going to stifle innovation. You're going to stifle thought. I talk about that by lot. thinking to yourself like, uh, I know everything. You know, and then somebody comes in. You got good people surrounded. You're surrounded by good people, and just like the president has advisors, right? He has lots of people with different opinions. They come in and they give them, and then one person, you know, that the, the final say is the one the the, the guy at the top. But I think it's important. Or a combination of two. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to philosophies and things, I think uh, I'm, it's, it's really bred into me. But from 43 years of life, you know, I'm not going to change my philosophical ways. But on some subjects, I, I certainly can change. My, my wife is on the other end of the political spectrum. Okay. My house is divided yeah. as well. But, you know, uh, it's funny because every Christmas was, you know, my, my mother, they're, they're all attorneys, by the way, and I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, we don't like attorneys. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're attorneys. You know, I have people are like, I'm an attorney. I'm like, great. We hire, we hire a bunch of you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I pay but, you too much. But they used to <laughs> but they used to get to the point, like, sometimes they're like, oh, you're just so misguided, this and that. And I go, well, look, at the end of the day, I said, listen, you want people to succeed. I want people to succeed. How we get there is how we differ. You know, at the end game is exactly what we want. I don't want anybody to like, you know, have a hard time in life or any of this. I just think that the government hands you, you know, getting into it. I just don't think the government does anything right, really. And them handing you something is not as valuable as earn the, the opportunity to earn it, you know. Sure. And I think that if you can give more people opportunities, that's the way to go. Uh, I'll get into a, a, an area I know very well. It, same, it gets too big, like the prison system. To stop and change the prison system itself, it's so fucking hard because it become, it's a money thing and it's people and it's oh. lawyers and it's fucking... You're talking billions of fucking dollars. Think oh. of that. Billions of fucking dollars. Yeah. So I look at, I look at that, Corey, and... Uh, oh, you do the old An expert, but, baby. Oh, Only so much I can put in my pocket, so I'm used to it. <laughs> right, oh. right. <laughs> I peel them off with my nails if I have them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you fucking cigar guy. I cut the fuck. You, I mean, but sometimes, like he said, I don't like the feeling of a cutter and a lighter. In you my know what pocket. I do when I don't have a cutter? Mm. I take a toothpick 
or a, 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 a everybody's know. got their own preferences. You you carry a toothpick with you? No, I mean they're <laughs> and you are old school, bro. Fucking MacGyver over here. <laughs> you can hey, get out of hand- You're not in prison anymore, bro. You, know, you, you can, can get, get out of handcuffs with those. <laughs> you can get handcuffs with. You can get out of handcuffs. I did a show where you I get got out of handcuffs with a toothpick, so he's always got one <laughs> on him. You, know? you can probably use the point of the handcuff to cut your cigar too. Oh, there you go. Oh, you can't have a key. Well, you could use the key, <laughs> or you could use the pointed end. I I knew some guys, street guys that. Would, Always. And what they used to do is literally in the back of their belt, in the back of their pants over there, they would keep a paper clip, a straight paper clip. Never found ever when you get patted down, and you literally get out of handcuffs every time with that. I did it on show, you remember? I did it. I did it a lot. I did it. People go, holy shit. You can do it. Yes. It, it, that's not a fucking real lock. No, it's listen, not. listen. I'll tell you what. Exactly. After hearing that you can go to jail for uh, for a blowjob, I'll probably start carrying a paperclip. Yeah. <laughs> In his boxers. Was that your car I saw under the bridge? Yeah. <laughs> I was next to you. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty is charged. Yeah. Take me away. You talk about that. You know, I was telling that somebody the other day. And uh, when, oh, man, you guys not remember. You remember Son of Sam? Yeah. David well, Ber- I mean, I, don't, I wasn't alive during it, but I saw the movie. David Berkowitz <laughs> was his name, and yeah. he killed someone. I was at the exact Lover's Lane in the Bronx getting a blowjob. That's why he became about that. The <laughs> day before, literally within a spot, like, you know, a spot, the next day he killed fucking a couple that were in the fucking car. You know, a young couple. That's what he was doing, shooting. Yeah. And, he, you know, the dog told him to do it. And, and fucking... I think about that. Holy shit. How you don't realize fucking you would literally that if he just did one day earlier with did fucking, I did I read recently that he's trying to get out of jail? Is he he's maybe. still alive, man. I think he's still uh, he alive. He can't get because out of he, jail. The, yeah, because the mental the, he he's totally reformed, by the way. I now. think he's you're like, thinking of the guy who uh, shot Reagan. He got out. Yeah, he got out. No, I'm not saying he's going to get out, but I think he's apparently like. Not as crazy as he. Anyway, I was reading about it. I thought he was dead, but he's. Let I think me tell you alive. something about long-term prisoners. I've I've got to meet a lot because of my boy Larry here. <laughs> um, they're all fucking innocent, man, and that's, they, they that's they're true. all reformed, yeah. right? You have people like Larry and Tolini will sit here and say, "Listen, I fucking broke the law. I did my time. I came out. I did my best." A dog, a dog told me to get the blowjob. And then you have. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that and and and. When you have an excuse like that and you can say that to yourself a million times in your head. You start to believe it. You st- exactly. You know what, man? It's funny because uh, a guy, me- to- guy told me a long time ago that if you say the same lie over and over and over, people eventually believe it. It becomes the truth. It becomes the truth. Yeah. Donald yeah. Trump did that. I'm not gonna get into. I'm not gonna get the politics. Yeah. <laughs> no. Listen. I, listen. I told you. I'm. I'm a DeSantis man. But anyway, you know, let me just give the law you guys a little bit about the law on that you know all the shit we're doing and with the what the fuck where was i going with that? i nobody we don't know it's it's you you were that's, the one that, what, what's my bracelet's fucking missing that's what it is the bracelet i'll never forget hey fuck I, I had a question earlier on i'm gonna go way back into our conversation um what was that that cuban cigar do you remember what brand it was yeah it was a uh oh. Partigas bro so I, I just have to share a story with you. I think I may have... No, I, I never you said it on You did it to air. me. I, ne- I told I, you the story, but I never said it on air. This is my first cigar. I was in college. Um, there was a... The professor did one of these things where uh, if you... He coupled us up, and whoever won gets to go over to his house for a steak dinner. 
which in a college state is like, oh, yeah. yeah, free steak, let's go. So me and this girl, one, she didn't want to go. I went to his house. We're having this steak. Uh, everything was great, great dinner. After, after dinner, he says, hey, you want to go outside and uh, have a drink with me? I wasn't even 21 yet. And he says, coolest fucking professor ever, by the way. So we go outside and he pours me a little whiskey or whatever. Uh, and he says, you want to smoke a cigar? He's about to light one. And I said, uh, I'd love to, but I've never done it. So he brings out his humidor. He opens it up and he says, pick one. And I pick one out. And you know what it was? It was a Siri D number four. Nice. Yeah. yeah and that was my go. first cigar ever. And you can imagine why <laughs> so I kept you were smoking. Like, oh, man. <laughs> you know what the problem was? I then went, I didn't realize what the prices were like. Right. And I didn't realize right. now we were talking. Crazy. Right. I know. Back then it was, uh, the average was about 8 to $12 for a premium, uh, for a good premium. And I went uh, and and I went to the cigar shop. Not a sh- not even a shop. One of those places where like a smoke shop, just a smoke shop, right? Yeah, where they cigarettes everywhere. Didn't even know where to get them. Yeah, I go in and I look at them, and I, holy fuck! So I started smoking cigarellos uh, just because they were cheap as shit. You know, you could yeah. get like uh, a ten. five pack for like yeah, tin, right? <laughs> a little tin, yeah. yeah, those tins. And uh, for me, lived in Philly. You could, can you guess which tins I was smoking in Philly? Macanu Ascots. Oh, boom. Boom. That's the biggest, Boom. That's the biggest one. <laughs> it is the biggest one. It was back then, too. Yeah. Right. It was the biggest one, and a lot of people started smoking cigars with them because they're so light. Right. And they're a very mild cigar, and they're easy to get into. Macanudo is an interesting uh, brand, man. It was uh, the biggest brand in the world uh, throughout the 90s. Oh, the Portofino was like yeah. the greatest cigar in the world for... Yeah. It, uh, and they did a lot of crazy... Like, they did some... Like, they would actually transport the tobacco from... Uh, man, I, I, it was explained to me, like, they actually would put the tobacco for the age of the winter age or something like that. But the Macanudo was crazy, man. Cause it was, uh, back in like the seventies and in the eighties, like there was really no cigar cigars sold. It was like, it was weird. It was like a lull. And, uh, I remember I, an old general cigar rep, uh, that like before that, I forgot what they were. They were. Um, <clears throat> he told me that they used to carry them in the back of their, in their trunk. And they, they sold cigars in, in little, uh, in, in like drugstores in, in like a glass case, like a jewelry case. Right, right, right. right. I have one of those at home. Yeah, so they have like 10 boxes in there and some brick, the old brick humidification devices. Yep. You just wet them and then you sit them in there. Those things suck. Yeah, no, they don't work. Uh, but imagine that like back in the day, it was like, that's the only thing. Right. But uh, he would go in, what, what are your two worst selling boxes in there? And they'd be like, these two. He's like, he bought them, put the Macanoodles in. Next time they came back and they sold well and that's how Macanoodle was born damn like, what a story that's what he told me so never heard that yeah yeah so but this is my canoe way before this is when he used to, he used to like deliver the cigars right, right, right wow that's cool so i i smoked them for a long time and it was uh it took me a little while to get into the more flavorful cigars you know i remember the first time first time i had a hemingway fuente i was like oh, oh holy shit you know yeah, whoa if you can find one <laughs> if you can find one they basically don't exist anymore. I mean, they're only specific shops. They're not doing any new accounts. It is out. The industry is out of control. Are you guys like that too? No, no, no. We're not like that. We, but we. we I missed it. Everything. So Fuente, <laughs> Fuente has a, just a different model the way they do things. Uh, they they really limit how many cigars are output and things like that. And Padron kind of has the same model, I think. And uh, especially those, have... like I think uh, you know, like the baseline is different. But um, but yeah, they can all they. Well, I think in a lot of ways, if you're gonna do that, it's smart to only open accounts that you can service you know 100 but uh but yeah no it's 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 interesting uh, you know i got a, a, a back question but again i was talking to a friend you know a guy wants to do something he says lad you know i want to open a business what do you know do you think it's a good 
Good idea, good timing to open a cigar store. Small. I mean, it'd be very small. You know, I don't think there's ever a bad time if the place is right. Location, you know, like location, if there's location. a, you know, you get a good location, you get an underserved uh, area of the of a place. I mean, it it'd be difficult in Florida because there's so many, you know. But uh, just you, if you find the right place, you put the right store in, uh, you have a good selection. I think I think any it could succeed pretty it's well. It's tough in South Florida, and that's the market you probably know the best. Yeah, uh, that's over where there, he wants to do it, Fort Lauderdale. Every fucking corner's got. I mean, well, you got Burns over there. Well, yeah, not only that. Was that? A really, really, really well, big cigar shop. But there's been kind of a... What about Neptune? Thing? They're big. Yeah, I, yeah. I used to go to Neptune. That's why Burn is uh, Rocky Patel's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful uh, his place. His brother runs it. Yeah, yeah, but it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And, it's, and it, it, it elevates the experience of cigars. And, you know, and a, it's do, hard do to compete with a place like you that. Know, I, yeah, you no, know, that, again, that's where I'm going to go off a little bit. I, I remember we used to, again, New York, Brooklyn, wherever. It's social clubs. And I kind of look at cigars almost like a social club. You know that. You go to a club, you hang out, whatever it is. Up north, you got them. It doesn't matter what the decor was in it. You know, we had a fucking table and four See, but the cigar chairs. industry is different. The cigar industry That's is what I'm asking you to. Luxurious. Well, listen, I would venture to tell you that starting a cigar brand is much harder than opening a store right no, now. No, and no, you're no, doing no. it. You're going to do it, and it's going to be successful. So I think it's... Uh, no, no, I, I didn't say that. I meant, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. that it really matters if it's beautiful, you put a million dollars into a place? Yes. Really? Uh, I think you you really need to have a place that people want to go to. It's like a it's like a like a restaurant, man. You know, like you don't want to go in a like a crappy environment. And eat, Janky eat food, carpeted you know restaurants. I mean? yeah. yeah, and yeah, it smells like musty. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. And you're ordering a pizza and you're like, eh. gotta have good. You gotta have your cigars first of all have to be humidified correctly. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, you know, and that's really hard here in Florida. It's a little bit easier than it is the rest of the country. But uh, in general, that's one thing that you have to do. Another thing is, is you have to good quality furniture is a thing yeah. because people want to be comfortable when they're, when they're socializing, right? Another thing on top of that is you got to have, if, if you're a place that has booze, you got to have that higher end stuff because people like to pair their cigars with different drinks. Yeah. Like so, a Hennessy or something, whatever. I personally enjoy going into, there's two cigar you want, shops. You want a Hennessy? No, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Um, it's 12 o'clock, that's why I asked I personally go into two shops. <laughs> And the one shop is a janky old, you know, hole in the wall type shop. Which one is small. that? I don't want to. I don't want to. Sh- okay. I already called it janky. I'm not going to go next. <laughs> yeah. That I go. I go there, and I like the people there, and that's why I go, and and I like having the conversations that I have there, and the people are really nice people, and I got to tell you, the prices are fantastic. I don't know how they get away with some of these prices because I know how the manufacturers feel about protecting their prices. Um, what these guys do basically is they take no profit on their cigars, so they can have a good price. But this guy doesn't need the money. He has a hole in the wall, a place where he can hang out with his friends, and he just happens to be selling to the public. That's one shop. Those are less likely to succeed, and I'll tell you why. Because then another shop right here in town, the big shop, has, I think, don't catch me on this, but 200 facings. 200 different cigars on the shelf. All right? Which is insane. From boutique to to general stuff, to Oliva, to Altidus, to all of them. He's got everything from everybody. But you want to give him a shout out? Yeah, executive cigar. So he's got he's got this beautiful furniture, a brand new bar. Everything was done to the T. He spent the money. It was a lot of money spent. We should there. walk down there. It's right next to where we're going. Okay. You've been there? I have not been there. Uh, your I guys are there it. all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> your guys are there all the time. I know that for a yeah. fact. Uh, I, I I 
buy my Olivas from there. So that's that's how I know. Oh, that. I know of this. I know of the account. Sure, sure. So, so, like I said, and he's a guy. He's a, he's a force to be reckoned with in this town, right? That's why you know, as the CEO of Oliva, he can't name every shot, but he can name a few. And in this area, the one that you could name it would be that one. And that's the difference between a high quality, luxurious. And I'm putting that in quotes because I'm not talking about fucking. Oh, the I president watched, I watched, his name's Tony Owens. I watched Tony go from when I did a TV show with him. Right. You remember? He and, used to have a smaller shop, but even that shop was much nicer than the other one. Yeah. I mean, like I said, what I'm, I was getting at is he's, he's going bigger and bigger or nicer and nicer, bigger and bigger. And, you Answer know, your question, kind of Larry. Oh, I, I know you asked him, but I'm going to answer this. Opening one in South Florida is fucking tough. And if you're going to open, you got to stand out from the crowd. And if you want to stand out from the crowd, you got to have the room for ballers, right? That's yeah. the only way to do it. Yeah. Here's what I think you guys, are, obviously, I know the situation a lot better than you guys. I don't know how much he, he sells other things. And he wants to hang out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, like, get a little shop, little thing, make a few, you know, 60 grand a year, whatever it is, and have his own place and whatever you're going to do. You know, we we thought about a lot of things, you know, when we did this. This was not like a decision just to do, you know that, you know, how to be the right partnership, how to be the right people, how to write to. Obviously, having the 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 background, what we do, the the ability to get out there and do stuff, and and I think that's a big thing. Him with the internet, everything we're doing. So it's kind of like what we're doing, and and we talk about this all the time, Corey. This is not a fuck. We are here for. I'm here till I die. You got to kick me out. What the fuck? You know? Right. I will hopefully pay my bills. Hopefully it's a little while. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I look at that, and, and I, again, as a cigar, I never dreamed that I'd have a cigar, obviously, you know. Uh, it's a good fit because I've been smoking cigars for 40 fucking years, right. you know. My mother's been smoking cigarettes for 70 fucking years. So anybody tells me about health, go fuck yourself because it's genes. Well, cigars are so different than cigarettes. Of it course. was proven by the studies on the FDA. They pre- We read them in the car in LA. Yeah, yeah. right. Because we, we had a, a, a debate. I, I want yeah. to call it an argument, but I'll call it a right. debate. Um, when, when us Northeast guys get together, oh. with the way we talk, is it's almost like an argument, but really it was a debate. And they were trying to tell us there's no fucking way in the world that what the FDA uh, report said was true. I sent it to you, right? Yeah, the you did. You're, you're the one who sent it to me. Anyway. Not, we were reading it, it to them based yeah. on your email. The National Academy of Sciences, full of anti-tobacco doctors, came out with all that. And, and, and Because they can't lie. Yeah. Tell them what it said. You actually live longer if you not smoke the cigar, uh, a cigarette beforehand. Su- there's supporting evidence. Put things in perspective, yeah? There's supporting evidence that cigar, only smoking cigars, Cigars and pipe smokers live longer than a person who doesn't doesn't smoke at all. And I think the reason is personally, it's kind of relaxing. Yeah. I get it. I mean, personally, I get you it. You don't inhale cigars, right? It's you relaxing. Have a lot, a lot fewer cigars than you would cigarettes. Well, I think there's, a, I think it's a de- de-stress for some people. You 100%. know, I have a question it is because for me. this was actually, and I, I think you, we never answered, but I asked you. You said how much tobacco? Is there an addiction? Like, do you, I don't. I'm not addicted to cigars. Well, I cannot. I mean, the, Look, it's it's crazy, but I don't smoke cigars on the weekends. I don't need to. Me neither. When I'm home, I don't smoke. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, <laughs> smoke, I smoke every day at the, at the office, uh, and then I can go. Like when I was in, in Europe, I always bring a bunch of cigars, and I don't smoke any. It's just I just need a break sometimes. Well, in Europe, it's kind of hard to find a spot to smoke too. Yeah, but you're lo- right about that because when I go out, sometimes it'll be a week. You know, I'm with out in the but RV you're not jonesing for one. You're no. kind of like you know what? I'd like to have a cigar. 
But you don't need to have That's what I'm asking. I feel the same way. An addiction to it. I'll answer that. I feel the same way about cigars as I do about a really, really good uh, uh, whiskey, (laughs) scotch, bourbon. Right. I'd love to have one. You know what I mean? But it's not a necessity. Yeah, you can go with like experiences too. I want to really want to play golf, but I don't have to. Exactly. You know, I'm not like, sitting here like, I think, fuck, I need a cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know like, what I mean? I, I, cigarette I don't know. You, like I, that, you, bro, you, I don't know. You, you've been pretty irate when you took cigar use. It's not about, it's not about cigars um, for me. If, if I need nicotine, right? You get, a, you get nicotine from the cigars. Even though you don't inhale them, they, it goes through your palate and you get a whole lot of nicotine from See, it. I don't feel it. If, Personally, yeah, I don't get stimulants. Me neither. Me ever. neither. So well, I mean, I, I do, get what I you're do, saying. I will. I will say this. Every so often, if I smoke a really dark cigar, like a like a Tripoli Hero, right? If I will yeah. smoke one of those, I can almost feel that that relaxed vibe. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting, but it's not like you have to really look for it. It's not like a, a high, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, if you're ever mushroom. <laughs> No, nothing like <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> I well, the frogs. <laughs> All of a sudden, the cigar website goes out of control. People are like, holy shit, this gets you high? Yeah, Larry just said I got fucking high. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny because, you are know. Are you high on shrooms, though? Are you really high on it, or are you just hallucinating? I love, I love shrooms. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a form of a high. We yeah. use high as an umbrella term. It's an umbrella term. I, yeah. I, I love mushrooms. I love psychedelics, actually, but. They say there's, I mean, I think in the next 10 years, there are a lot of studies saying that it's good brain reset. Mega They studies. have ayahuasca clinics right here in Orlando. That's right. Yeah. And, and and not only that, uh, DMT. Let me tell you, anything, anything that, that will, you know, take people's dependence on like uh, pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. I'm all for researching Agreed. on, and that's what that's what it boils down to. They don't want to research that stuff because they want to put you on antidepressants and all those other. Crap. Well, we got fucked by the money. War on drugs. Yeah, man. money. We got and the war on drugs. The war on drugs fucked us, man. What it did is it took a whole bunch of shit and it put it in one category, and then science couldn't huh. use those things anymore to potentially find because all these things were developed or found out throughout the years in a medical fashion. And then they were thrown out when people found out you could I mean, feel really good I mean, on them. I mean, people do have mental illness and they need some medications, you know? And 100%. I, but, and some of these do work, but some of them are just kind of like, just, you know, not really working as much as they're just more pumping it into you than, it, you well, know, you, if, you can, if you can relax, uh, lose some anxiety or whatever from, you know, smoking a joint or something, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, because well, your, med- your medication may not be my medication, but if it works for you, it works for you. I mean... I personally think some of the CBD stuff is overblown. I think, I believe the mind is a powerful thing. And oh, a lot, sure. I think a lot of it's placebo effect. I agree. You know what I mean? But, like anything uh, else. Yeah, but I mean, if it, but if, hey, listen, if that works and works. you're feeling better. Go listen, I used to say the same thing uh, in prison with religion. I'm not religious. And uh, that's, that's everybody's personal choice. We all know that. I am. But I used to see, pe- that's okay. I, I used to see people come to prison and they fucking, you know, fucked up. They come, they get their Bible, they do it, and they got through their time with it. it and of their, course, it, when, it, was, it was their medicine. Exactly. When they got out, I mean, you know, I saw him when I, what the fuck, but, you know, no. I have a friend, and he knows him. He's been a fucking 
a rabbi, a fucking minister, police. In, in prison, in prison. Yeah, yeah you know, he got the courses and that. In prison, fucking, if you become shit. a rabbi, then you get to lead the thing for Seder for Passover. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's an extra freedom. Not only that, kosher food, let's yeah. go. Oh, man. You get to eat special food, which is, I, I got to tell you, if I wasn't Jewish and I was in prison, I'm now Jewish. See, the Jews get everything. I found fucking, Moses. Those fucking Jews get everything. Hey, you know what? Enough Do, with is the there, fucking is there, is there, I'm not getting canceled because he said I'm allowed to say Jew because he's a Jew. You know, and I Jews are good words. Word. Is, is there a gang uh, in the prisons? You know, like with every, Jews? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, they not run. enough of them in prison, bro. I never. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I just didn't know. I mean, they're I, representing the guys in prison. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they run the stamps, <laughs> the money. Somebody's got to run the money. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, I, you know, we talk about obviously placebo effects, all that kind of stuff in in cigar. I am so over everybody. T- I believe. All drugs should be legal. And people go, what do you mean? I go, listen, if you commit a crime to get drugs, go to prison. But what you do in this house, I don't give a fuck what you do. Here's a country that's just doing it. Sweden and Switzerland. They decriminalized all drugs. Dude, Oregon. Oregon, mostly. Did you know? No, Wait wait a minute, Corey. Did you know? Oh, he's got an opinion. He's got an opinion. But do you know the crime rate went down? Do do you think fentanyl should be legal? Yep. That's a that's a dangerous thing because fentanyl is like probably that's something that a lot of people aren't really talking about, but just a tiny grain could no, kill. No, we kill know that, but you could take other stuff that's out there, poisons and the same. You could eat a thing. fucking peanut and die, but fentanyl is obviously a lot more. Yeah, but, but imagine, but imagine, like I think fentanyl shouldn't not be used. Period, unless it's in a like a like uh, in, in surgery. In whatever a, they no, do. no, not even that. Uh, uh, what do you call it? hospice center or something? Right. But like the the problem with that is right now, like imagine a kid. Uh, gets in your stash, you know. Well, let me let me stop you here, Corey, because I just had this t- talk and, last and, night. And like again, my libertarian side of me says, yeah, everything should be legal. But then you start to no, there, no, there's I, hard there's hard things. You, you know, again, there. I'm not gonna ever do that to somebody because here's why. First of all, ketamine, 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 whatever you want. Horse tranquilizer. Horse tranquilizer. Yeah. Did you not have clinics now? Yep. They're all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did you that. know that is oh, yeah. more addicting? I had a, a friend into the psychotropics, mega. He said, Larry, they think they had an opioid crisis if this ketamine, and he's done it, he does it, whatever, you have to, certain people have to do certain things. This is unbelievably addicting, ketamine. Jeez. And he says, So is is sugar, Larry, so is Coca-Cola. See, that's my next thing. Do I think it should be stopped? No. I'm really for respecting a person's opinion what they want to do now if you fuck yourself up i shouldn't have to pay for you or something of that he's not talking about addiction but 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 decriminalization is different (laughs) than access you know what i mean like if you if somebody gets their hands on ketamine like and wants to be on it uh i guess i guess that's okay if you're an adult i mean whatever and you want to be it's going to ruin your life just like alcohol could you know there's a lot of things can ruin your life he said it he said it just like alcohol could what what do i say i say anybody who comes on the show but I don't think it should be readily available in a Seven Eleven or something. But then you know why I mean? should alcohol be? You know what I mean? What's a, I, look at man? I, look, I don't know that alcohol is available everywhere. You got to be twenty one to buy it. You got to have a license. I'm not saying you're going to do that to anybody else. Nobody's saying to make it legal for kids or anything. I'm big on that. But anybody who comes in here and debates me with with, with drugs, the first thing I ask them is, "What about alcohol?" Now, if they say no, no alcohol too, it's a drug. I get it. But now you can go back down and maybe aspirin and giving you ulcers or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, yeah. Listen, my Zantac point. gave you cancer. Oh, shit, I know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. when, but the, <laughs> My point to you was, though, 
I, I can't pick and choose. I, I don't. I think people should have that right to do. Yeah, unless well, unless you're going to do it alcohol too and I everything. Al- do. I also think that uh, there's not enough studies for positive effects on drugs. I think like what I say with the the, the psycho drugs like uh, like psilocybin and and ayahuasca, psilocybin and it, and and then DMT and all these things. MDMT, but, DMT. but the pharmaceutical companies. Are just going to villainize, 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 trying to make it because you know you're not buying Xanax, you're not buying you know. But Zoloft did you know? But do you know the crap. government gave the University of Mississippi authorization on those Class A drugs to test them all? They're doing it right now. Listen, man, if a guy from so, if a guy from Iraq, if you go, there's a Netflix special on it, man. If the guy from Iraq, you know, like PTSD, and he takes ecstasy and it and it helped him, why the hell is that not legal? I and, actually, I actually know a guy here locally. Um, who had severe PTSD. This guy is a special ops guy. He's yeah. seen some shit in his life. And uh, he went to an ayahuasca clinic, or not clinic, but a shaman in uh, Costa Rica. And he I came know, back. Yeah. He was on the show. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He, no. he, he hangs at Tony's shop sometimes. Yeah. The cigar maybe, shop. Maybe. I've been in his um, house to play cards. Lives in Bayside. No, not that guy. You know who I mean? Yeah. Okay. Him, him too. Anyways, so this guy was completely fucking cured. Yeah. I hear he, that a lot. He is a different man now. He got to work out through his problems. I mean, he said it was hell doing it. It was hell, but it helped. Yeah, I was watching that. Uh, some lady had, or some some lady had her boyfriend kill himself and her daughter, and she didn't want to live anymore. Went to an ayahuasca clinic in Orlando. She said she's able to move. I mean, she's never going to move on, but she's able to move past it, you know? Sure. So she can, so continue. there is a definite benefit. Yeah. To it, I mean, no doubt like, about it. Let, it, let, it's let me weird. Read I mean, if you look at the scans of a brain, when you're on that stuff, it's like, it takes your brain and just like lights, lights it, it on fire. Up. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I mean, you, it, you, I think it could probably be bad if you don't need to do it. But like, I think there are a lot of people that may, you know, you got to try something, man. Too many suicides in this country. You, you, know, you know, Corey, I'm going to go stop and read something to you guys, right? It's a, a study that came yeah, out, but, but also, I do. I love psychotropics. That's my, my thing. But here's the thing. MDA, the drug also known as ecstasy and used illegally. MDMA. I said that. MDMA. You said MDA. Okay, go. <sighs> <laughs> MDMA, the drug also known as ecstasy and used illegally for decades for recreational purpose has been designed as a breakthrough therapy by the FDA as a treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Alongside psychotherapy, in phase two trials with 107 participants, 61% no longer qualified for PTSD after three sessions. Listen to it until it goes. Of three sessions of MDMA-assisted psychotherapy two months after treatment. After 12-month follow-up, 68% no longer had PTSD among the study group who had chronic treat, treatment-resisted PTSD and had suffered from the condition for an average of 17.8 years. Ninety nine percent of them also developed a love of EDM music, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and a love for for water. You know, right. no, but with, with me, I've had my. It's very telling, man. My my listen. I, I always I, I talk about this in, on the show. Everybody knows when I was in prison, I did four hits of acid. I floated out of Atlanta, literally, and you always got tried. a day off of prison. I did. I was out of that prison for that fucking three. Four, Randy five talks hours. about that too. Yeah, he did. Him and I did. And uh, we had the guy who was the big, one of the biggest drug deals in, in the country. He was on uh, Netflix this year. He was on my show. Yeah. Randy Lanier. He was an Na- indie car rookie of the year. Funded his whole team. You got to check that show out. It's yeah. out of control. His story is so good. And his pot, listen, he was bringing in pot. 
Listen, his last load was 165,000 pounds. He's from your neck of the woods, South Miami. Miami. Are you talking about the guy who was the, 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 the cigarette boat racer guy? No, no. no he no, knew no, them, he, though. He, he knew all those guys. Oh, okay, yeah. And, hey, and, and pass he, me a cigar when he gets And he, and he, uh, 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 he, so he came on the show, you know. He met, we were in the same prison, so that that got crazy, right? The fucking talking about prisons and shit, him and I. And uh, anyway, 165. That's 82 and a half, 83 tons of fucking marijuana. One road. It was, what, 55 million was that? Uh, Jason, you, uh-huh. you watched the show a few times. He knew about it before we even had the show. How many tons was I mean, how many? Was it 55 million or something? Oh, something like that. 50-some million. Is, that's his last load. That's crazy, man. I want to get in a pot business. <laughs> no but kidding. No. Uh, uh, Legally, I'd love to. Yeah. That's a good business to be in. It's better illegal. So how far are we from Oliva uh, weed branded? No. <laughs> no? no? Did you just ever think about it? Be honest. No. Has it been uh, brought up in a discussion? You have the fields. We, 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 uh, probably not recently, but like four or five years ago, maybe. Uh, obviously, when they started talking about the CBD and stuff, we had some... some uh, it just doesn't go well with cigars, you know, and uh, it's, a it's a different different world. It's a different world, yeah. man. It's it's like trying to sell like you know, uh, you know, you're in a cigar store trying to sell like uh, flavored you know gummies or something like that. It just doesn't. It's not the same crowd. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we have a national sales force, but the problem is, you know, you need to focus them, you know, because if you start selling stuff like that, they they go out of cigar stores and start focusing on you know. Well, hey, let's like face that. it. If right. the money's there, the money's there. Yeah, but I don't think that uh, Leva has to get into that. I think no, no, I, something I, you could get into as a, as a different company. Second you know? company, right. Yeah, yeah but a question on, on that. Is Nicaragua allowed to grow pot if they want to? No, no, no. Oh, no. Is, it, no, is there no, laws down legal. there that are really tough? Yeah, yeah. Well, most of Central and South America have laws against it, you know, how they do it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about Nicaragua and, and any of that. We don't, we don't in any way, but there's just... Only so many places you can grow stuff, you know. Like we're having a difficult time finding places to grow uh, tobacco, uh, more tobacco. So I, I've never heard of it. I don't think anybody. I don't actually see much of a drug problem in Nicaragua at all. Of course, let me get back to Oliva for a minute. Okay? Yeah. I thought we were talking about weed. What drugs? Weed. We're going to talk about Oliva. <laughs> no, I'm like I said, about- I don't think there's Nicaragua at all. But in Honduras recently, the president exited in December. And he was arrested like two weeks later yeah, I know. Uh, for drug trafficking. Uh, I guess he let allowed things come through. Under, I don't know. But who story. arrested him? America? Yeah, the CIA. Uh, fucking we, bullshit. They're just like Panama. And they made Noriega a fucking in, drug I think dealer. He's in a, the, imagine. Our, we arrested their former president. He's in a, I think he's in a jail cell in New York. Federal prison. Could you imagine a, somebody coming here and fucking arresting our president for fucking? Uh, I, I don't disagree. I don't. I don't agree with any of that stuff, man. Like, I mean, either don't. stay the fuck in your lane. Absolutely. Yeah. But let me get back to Oliva because I want to get let our audience know. So you can officially invite us to to uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do we need anything? Are we okay? Is it safe? The Is passport. It what? Uh, we'll we'll arrange all the transportation. It's very safe. The people of Nicaragua are so so amazing. I think you'll you'll. I honestly like. Never feel unsafe there, ever. The reason the girl, uh, Yara. Uh, Yadira. She said, oh, I want you to, because then you could speak there, too. And when I go, you know, pop over there and speak She's to She's got her kid. organization there. Do you want to speak about that? Yeah. What's that? About the organization? What they do the over there. What you're doing. I, I, I love what you guys are doing for young people and everything else in Nicaragua with the foundation. Supporting the locals in general. So and supporting we, the locals and everything. We, we, we've, uh, a few years ago, we started a foundation. Uh, well, we didn't, we just started a foundation, but last few years we've been we were contributing to a school for our employees uh, 
children of the employees so they get a you know good education um we're going to continue that but they've had some changes so we're, we're working on you know a, a school of our own and uh dude that's fucking awesome is yeah it, man i, I mean I, I you got to be proud of you know when we talked about this and him, him and i were a lever and everything and obviously sponsoring the show we love the i just love what they do from the women and you don't think it's big i think it's big to i mean honestly for me uh we'd like them to learn how to speak english and one day work for us you know, ah, I mean, you fucking you know, like, what a fucking CEO he is. That'd be, He's I mean, really a, looking ahead. He's got the kids no, in the ed- fields already. That's that's the right <laughs> mindset. Let me educate these people is. and give them earning potential. Yeah, and it's, that's it's, a fantastic it's a great mindset. Job. I mean, there's people uh, to be a cigar roller is you make about the same as a doctor there. Right. What? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's their biggest industry. Now, my, the fans were asking me about this. Larry, are you going to roll one? I said, I'm going down there, and I'm gonna, well, you're going to film it. And I'm, <laughs> I'll let you roll it, but I ain't smoking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a whirl. It's, yeah. it, it ain't easy. I can't No, it. it is Honestly, not. I'm not an artistic person, and I just gave up after like three. Can years. I fix it with a hammer? I can do it, but it'll look <laughs> shitty, and oh, I can't yeah. do the capping at all. Like, I can't put a cap on a cigar. That's you don't need the, a cap on it. You can uh, just, my point, like, that's art, though. Yeah, yeah The yeah, way yeah. they do the, the, like, the cap on this cigar is so beautiful. Triple cap, just done perfectly, and, and these guys do. Cohibas do the triple so cap, too. They make it look so easy. They do make it look easy. I've seen videos. Um, tell me, how many cigars does a roller produce a day? Uh, it depends on the cigar, but it's on average, 300. 300 a day. Yeah. No shit. How yeah. many cigars? And that's capped, cut, ready to go? Uh, well, see, so it's a buncher and a, and a roller. So right. one person bunches and they put them in presses and the other person's putting the, the wrapper and the, the cap on. Gotcha. So it's a pair. Right. So it's two people that are rolling. Per right. table. Per table. Let's yeah. get back to Oliva again here. Mm-hmm. This is good because that was a great question. How many cigars does Oliva produce a day? Oof, that's not a number I disclose. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, that's but it's 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 a good amount. Uh, but uh, it's well, three hundred per roller per actually, day. You do the math. It, it, well, it how many rollers they have? You don't some, know. I'll be honest with you. When you see this place, you're gonna be like, I didn't know this made. I, I even impressed. Every time I go, I just I can't believe that we that there's that many people smoking cigars in the world. It's just you yeah. know, like you think they're on every corner. Somebody puffing everywhere. As many now cigars, I'm I'm right? single now, so and that's just our company. I just right? have this question because I'm single. How's the women over there? I mean, I think there's beautiful women everywhere. Oh, what a fucking politically correct fucking answer. That's the right one, too. It's a great answer, but not me. I mean, I like Latin women, you know. I don't like Oriental. It's nothing against whoa, Oriental. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's nothing Asian, against Oriental. Asian. We have fucking... Is it Orientals, right? You can't say well. I don't even know, man. I, it's oh, fuck it. Orientals. It's a, it's a fuck... You already said it. It's a fucking... It's a fine line out there today. I mean, what you can and can't say. Oriental, we know what you mean when you say it, So, and I don't feel like you're you're putting anybody down. So Everybody knows me, and you know that. There's you ain't zero a prejudice or bigot in me. No, zero. No, it's just no, not no. there. And You're an all-inclusive person. Absolutely. Why do you think I got this on it? The upside-down upside pineapple. pineapple. Do you know what that means? You know what that means? No. You don't want an upside-down pineapple? Means? No. What's that? We do learned you, together, Larry and I. If you see that, that means they're swingers. Oh. That's so why if it's you on see everything a, in this if, room. If, if, you see, if you see a fucking sticker on a car, it's no, it's not everywhere. We have at least one here. Well, yeah. I think on the garbage pail. It has to oh, be. Yeah. It, it has to be upside down. Yeah. Okay. That's like, there's a lot of pineapples. Out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not pineapples, like but upside down pineapples. Okay. All right. We were in Cancun. I was. We were in the pool. I was wearing my, my 60th birthday. Suit. We had a party. I was in. I was in my bathing suit, and uh, I had had upside down pineapples and sideways pineapples, and I, I had no fucking clue. I just bought it. Looked good. My wife bought it. Fuck it. Uh, I don't buy my own clothes. 
Um, so she, uh, she bought it for me. I wore it there. And this couple was like being super nice to me, dude. Oh, man. I just, remember that. They were sweet talking. And none of us fucking have an idea. Then finally, you know, I was just like, listen, I'm married. I don't, you know, I'm not trying. She, they go, it's okay. She can come. You know, they don't give a fuck. I said, oh, what makes you feel like I'm a fucking swinger or whatever? And she goes, the, the upside down pineapple on your swim trunks. I was like, holy shit. And you know shit. who confirmed that? Mm. Cammy. You remember she was talking about her, they put one, the joke with a neighbor. Oh. And they put one on their patio or whatever the fuck it is to fuck, you know. Oh. And, and it's funny now, because. Now you know. I Watch mean, I buy. just think if I were, you know, in that environment, I would just wear a shirt that says available. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you know. Darian. No Darian, bullshit. Yeah, I mean. Darian, get me a shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, available. <laughs> you know, and ready and available. Right. Open Here's what the business. biggest shock was. That I didn't know that. You know, that, that about the pineapple, because, because I usually know all that kind of shit. Because you're a swinger? Listen, I'm known to fuck around. There's another situation there, man. Like, it's like those people, like a group, they're like adults doing things in their own home and stuff, and then they're they're persecuted. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, what? my God. Yeah, who like, wait, gives a fuck what you're doing? You're doing that when you're a single. Like, you're on Tinder like nine times a, a week. What's the difference as, as a married couple? 100%. Talk about judgment, man. That's another situation where I'm like, well, wow, you, know, you hear about that. Don't get know? me on the religion, and that's where it go, comes from, really. You know, profess to be fucking perfect. Conserv- they're, they're sucking somebody's pe- dick under the I fucking I think six, seven years ago, there was a show on it and it was like on A&E and it was something about us, like a, it was like a neighborhood in like Ohio. My bud, or my, he's my Western, was my Eastern sales manager at the time. I'm like, dude, you got this uh, neighborhood near your house It's full of swingers? He's like, we know of it, but we don't, you know, whatever. We don't fuck around. Bro. He it, was dead at let night. Me, let me, <laughs> dude, it was highly rated by the third show. It had to be taken down. Why? Really? And, and it was like six, seven years ago. Yeah. Why? Third show. I'm like, because they were canceled, so to speak. Oh my god, swingers! Are you fucking? Yes, kidding I me? swear. I was like, dude, in this day and age, I mean, like, that's ridiculous. Can man. you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that? Like, I, 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 that blows me away. You know what you do in your own house is your own fucking business. Period. Right. End of story. Nobody right. should give a flying fuck because I don't give a fuck. That's for sure, and you know that anyway. But true. And I look at that, I look at all that kind of stuff, and again, the cancel culture or whatever you want to call that shit, it's such bullshit. I mean, I, I watched Dave Chappelle last night, night before, whatever it was. I watched Dave Chappelle on Netflix. I just love that fucking guy. He was talking, you know, he talks about the the, the uh, trannies, and they fucking canceled, you know, they tried to oh, cancel. they tried to cancel. They tried to cancel. Instead, they, the employees within Netflix, they, they got fired, so they were canceled. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly, because he fucking said, well, By the way, the same people that are persecuting him for saying things are the same ones preaching tolerance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah God forbid you have an opinion different than <laughs> yeah, theirs, and right. also it's like, oh, my God. Right. It's like, who's the bigot? You just... You're just trying to cancel this dude who's exactly. up there making fun of everybody. The world's but, full of it today. I, I, I mean, that guy makes fun of himself. So it's like, all right, I mean, where, where are we going to end it? That swinger show should have went to Netflix because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Or Amazon. Well, anybody Jeff that's Bezos not a, trying to I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I thought Sister Wives and the 90 Day... Or what's, what's the other one? 90 Day I, Fiance. I thought, I thought it was, 90 Days In? Or what? No, what is it? Love It... Mar- Married at oh, First no, Sight. No, Wife Swap. Wife Swap. Oh, There's wife a Wife Swap, swap on yeah. but it's... But they don't get to fuck. No. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What's the point? Can I, I go on that show? Your, wait a minute. You don't actually get to fuck the wife. You just swap responsibilities. Okay. Like on fucking Naked and Afraid, they ain't fucking yeah, they just when have, I, Nobody's thinking about fucking on Naked and Afraid. Oh, I would be. Yeah, well, only after the first day or two. You get after that, you're like, hell Listen, no, man. You got, can find a I will say it here, and I said it before. I think they should have a fucking convict edition of Naked and Afraid. 
get a female convict and a oh male convict. Oh, my God. Then you'll be making rum out of a coconut. Right. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, dude, Corey, we will make it. I guarantee for 21 fucking days I could sleep. They will find out where the fucking crew is, and they will yeah. rob them blind every fucking night. <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, you see the That's crew. That's what will happen. The crew, the, crew, the crew will be naked sitting there under cave, bats yeah. eating them. And, and the guys are naked, and these guys are holding the video. Hey, making <laughs> soup. No, these guys got snicker bars, and they fucking shit whatever they had in there, First of all, you wouldn't survive 12 hours. Listen to me. You know who people want me to do it with? Jessica. Jessica Kent. You guys apply to the show. They'll take you. You're both fucking YouTube stars and all the shit. Go do it. You know what? I should. You should, and you wouldn't make it a day. She'd be out there for eight days alone. How how about a bet? I will fucking take a bet. Listen, man. One day? Hey, what would be... Fucking... Let me ask you. It's a tropical environment. What we live we, in a fucking no, no, tropical. It's a tropical world. jungle environment. What is the, what? What are you bringing with you? Oh yeah, the one item. Yeah, what's your one item? A machete. Mine would be bug spray. <laughs> you can't. You can't. That's Why? a CO. There's an exclusion list. Wait, wait. Of what you can't. No, no. You've seen the exclusion list? Wait, like, so it's on their website. Oh, shit. Wait, my man, wife went through a time where we watched. Dude, that I see that that are eat, that are like Corey. Dude, you know what you just did? That is a total CEO fucking of a big company fucking move. <laughs> Bug spray. That's like saying, next thing you want, like a toothbrush and a fucking... No, know. deet, man. Uh, you see those people, they're, they're like bodies you know, chewed build up. Build a fire. Chewed up. You know what I would bring? Work, man. You know what I would bring? A fucking box of Aaliyah cigars. I oh, oh, shit. I just sit there naked, scratching my dirty balls while smoking a <laughs> Well, I'm only going to last 18 hours anyway. Might as well Might smoke as well all smoke. of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm quitting anyway when this box is done. There's, it's not on the exclusion list, so... And you know my partner's going to be like, what the fuck? I brought a flashlight. You know? Like, <laughs> what did you bring? Well, we might need the box. Be, he'll, his naked ass will be over there. Squirrel runs down tree. You fucking alligators eat me. Running out. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You ain't lasting 24 hours. You ain't lasting 24 hours. You just 24. see his white ass fucking running through the jungle. You, 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 you know, Corey, you're making me laugh because the, the, when you get really white is when you're in the hole in prison. Everybody knows you get out of get out of the hole. You'll see the guy. Oh, you're pale as fuck. You're fu- even black guys are pale. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't right. fucking matter. Really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Naked and afraid. I love to be naked anyway. As fucking fat. But and do you like to I be am. afraid in the woods? I don't know. They don't will fuck with Larry fuck. too. You know, they put him in like fucking South America in a fucking jungle <laughs> with like this much water. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nowhere to sleep. You know, Ben's what they say about guys like me, probably him, you. <laughs> You could drop me naked in fucking South America. I'll end up in New York with a thousand dollars in a three-piece suit in fucking a week. You, right. I'd love they, to see. They that. should do the XL though, and then bring them in. You just, you just take all the other guys' shit. Yeah. <laughs> XL is where they have a yeah, bunch like, of yeah. people on there. Hey, yeah. hey, we're taking our, we're taking our ten percent. Right. Yeah, right. a, a motherfucker. Larry's gonna <laughs> collect <laughs> protection. Just so you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the island. Yeah, I'm here to collect. Uh, we'll be back in three days. Make three. sure I got a pig or something here to eat. <laughs> Get to it. You got two catfish? Well, I'm taking both. I want prison pasta. Oh, ASAP. Done. They, you know, it's funny because I, I rarely watch TV. It's just, just me. I mean, usually busy doing stuff. I actually watch YouTube a lot. I mean, I watch all the YouTube. That's TV. You know, you it can is. watch a lot of great 80s cartoons on YouTube. I, you know, Corey, you're scaring me, Corey. You said that Corey, you're I scaring do. me, Corey. Yeah, I go, like, I, I watch, I'm like, during the pandemic, I got so fucking burnt out on the TV. I went on the YouTube and I'm like, I'm watching He Man. Oh my God. He's watching the, Voltron, bro. But wait a minute. You didn't uh, sign up for yeah. my channel back I then? No. <laughs> he didn't man. sign up for the channel. You just fight. started. He's not, he's not the demo, Larry. <laughs> yeah, yes. 
He's he's already skating he's the demo. Right on skating my demo. demo. Skating it. Yeah. You yeah. know, he man, you know, I watched the entire series during uh COVID on YouTube. Did you? I also watched Ninja Turtles oh, and Transformers. What I the watched fuck all is, these shows. Imagine imagine this, imagine this. Back in the eighties. You had to wake up and be there at your TV right when it started on Saturday morning. Saturday morning, and cartoons, I remember baby. I'm getting dressed, watching it during the com- getting ready for soccer or baseball or whatever it was. Man, you had to imagine that you can't even record something back then. The Wizard of Oz came on once a year, and we got to like sleeping bags. You got the whole fucking the country watched it. Now I am you- loving this because. I'm older than you guys and seen other shit like worse from black and white TV. We, you know, you were big shot when you got a 13 inch black and white TV in the Bronx and what fucking rabbit ears. And we had five stations, seven, two, four, five, seven, nine, 11, 13. Most people your age only remember three channels. You're in New York. So you got seven. Yeah, bro, exactly. Bro, imagine dating and having this basically fucking stalk girls because you had to keep calling, calling, oh, calling yeah. until they answer because oh, yeah. there's no answer machine, nothing. That must have been awful, man. What was the name of that? You might remember this. You might not. Not all look like an idiot. Um, do you remember that hotline that you used to call to like talk to like random girls? Now, I'm not talking about like in sexual way. It was like for teens. It was called. For teens? Yeah, you would call this number. I know there used to be oh, like dating, like uh, like any magazine or newspaper had like a dating personals thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were kids, we used to prank them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I've, I've done that. I haven't recorded. Name is Sheila? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just goes to show hey, you what you guys Bob. did. Bob, it's Bill. <laughs> you guys did that, and we're fucking shaking down a kid for a dime to call Sports Phone. <laughs> sports Phone? I remember that. Remember too. the box? Oh, the bo- music television you control. legit the same. Nothing but a G thing played 99 <laughs> times. Yo, and then, Barbie girl. Yeah, then like, uh, <laughs> informer. <laughs> you guys, do you guys remember Soul Train? That was oh, Snow. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, Snow, snow. yeah, informer. Do you remember Soul Train? Yeah, I remember it, yeah, sure. That was a fucking, the dance when they Dude, come out in the, the 70s. the box, what a throwback. Yeah, man. I bet you not a single person listening to this show knows what the box is. Oh, I remember their slogan, music, television, you control. And here's the big question. Did you ever pay $1.99 for a song? Fuck no, I didn't. Me not. neither, bro. I was, I was a <laughs> No, because I was enjoying them nothing but a G thing over and over and over. Bro, and that's why the box doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> exactly. But somebody had to. I couldn't imagine paying $2 to request a song on TV. But I would venture to say I've never called a 900 line. I think it was a 900 line. 900 was like the paid phone. Yeah, 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 for like everything. It was like if you wanted to. Me neither, to, me neither. My parents would ever dial 900. Me. My parents would hang me. Yeah. It oh, doesn't yeah. even do 900 exist well, First of all, no, I don't think so. We used to no. do them. Let me tell you what we did. We'll talk about a scam. You know the fucking guys in the back of the newspaper, in New York, the Post and the Daily News, we had a picture of a fucking wise guy. You know, a big cigar, a fat fuck with the hat. Best picker in the world, sports, you know? Well, back then, you had four phones in a room, and they didn't have fucking buttons, so you had call waiting. So you literally had two lines. So you had two scripts. One was the Giants. Let's say the Giants are playing the Jets. The, jet, the Jets have never lost a game when they're winning and the temperature's 65 degrees and above and the quarterbacks are right-handed. All bullshit. The other team, same uh, fucking script. This team is never... Ne- so you win. We used to fucking... Guy calls in. It's $1.99 it was back then. Fucking pay, boom. We, we got a piece of that. Or whatever. I don't know how it worked. So what would happen was the guy would call. He'd get a winner. One guy gets a loser. So one guy thinks you're a fucking genius. You kept him on a list. When we gave one guy, by random, three winners, we called him back, said, hey, listen, 
can you afford 50 bucks? <laughs> he goes, we got our best pickers on this fucking game. Guaranteed winner for $50. You got, how many did you win already? We knew he won three. Listen, if you don't want it, if you can't, first, first line was, can't afford it. No, can you bet a dime? A dime is $1,000. Nickel is 500 Whether they could or not. Yeah, yeah, you know, they think. Now they go, okay, I'll give it a whirl. They give us their credit card number. We sold that credit card number so fucking quick. We were moving oh, it. We were then taking the credit cards, whacking those. That's a up. lot of fucking work for one credit card. Well, no, but it, do it fucking, you know, everybody's doing it every time again. And it was, and we're making money on the thing. Yes. They're betting, they're booking. Now all that shit's done in India. Yeah. Do you ever watch watch on uh, YouTube when they prank the pranker? I love they, that. Uh, the, the, the scammers? The, the scammers. Oh, and they like, send the pictures didn't of we? themselves yeah. and shit. This is hilarious. Wait, didn't we do that once here on, <laughs> online? I mean, uh, uh, we did something. With, they go with in their the computer fuck? while they're on them, and they give, they put you on a fake screen, but they they flip it, put it on another fake screen, and they're oh, like yeah. deleting all their personal files. I love how sometimes they get like their their cam too. They turn yeah, on the yeah, cam yeah. so you can see them fucking scrambling around. It's the best. Yeah, it's awesome. And then they get the uh, the the glitter bombs. And <laughs> they yeah, mail yeah, yeah. to them. Yeah, scamming oh, the scammers, man. man. It's it's uh it's one of these things where I feel like the internet has a huge. Benefit, and especially these guys because they're targeting senior citizens. You know, like uh, oh yeah, they're they scumbags. scumbags. If you are sixty-five or older, you hit one, and it's like bam, they're going after you like immediately. And it's like, man, those poor people, man. They they're you know because they're coming. You know, you're eighty years old. You've got so much money. You're on fixed income, like, and then you're going to take it like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, if you if you're a fan of the show and you haven't listened to some of the older ones, you should go back and find the one where Larry pranked a scammer. Oh, really? We had, right here on the show. He called him while we were recording a show. It was just me and him. One of those shows were just bullshitting. And, uh, and Larry I ended goes, up like, I'm going to fucking answer. So I answer it. I put him on Bluetooth. And Larry starts going to fucking ham with this guy. <laughs> it was hilarious. It, it, was, it was pretty fucking good. Then I ended up getting ties. He fucking scumbag. Yeah, That's right, a, you know, I mean. I, I, we got him to say some funny shit. Because once he figured out that we were fucking didn't with him. Didn't he, he was say, like, yeah, because America, America's no, uh, they're easy. Remember he was yeah, trying he to. because you guys have too much money or something like that. That's and it's fucking, it was like, okay with it. I mean, like. Yeah. He basically gave us a little interview at the end. Right, once he figured right. out. Yeah. It was crazy. Asshole. Same, it's crazy, man. We can't do something about that. But whatever. In this day and age with technology, we can't block all that We're working stuff. on you it. You know why? I, I kind of had that heart a bad against it. My, my aunt. Well, I guess my aunt, like, aunt, she's 94. She got scammed for 1500 bucks because her granddaughter was in jail. And they needed the 1500 And it, she goes, I swore it sounded like her. Obviously, it, you know, didn't, but whatever she did and fucking ain't. It sounded like her and she forgot English. <laughs> and what happened was even, like, the, uh, uh, the cops come and said it, it happens more than you know. Oh people yeah, it happens all the time. Still getting yeah, scammed, all the time, man. All the time. Ninety percent of them go on. Uh, people don't even realize they got scammed. No, yeah, yeah. like uh, they sent. It, they're like the oldest trick in the book, you know. Like, oh, go buy me some gift cards. Yeah, the over. IRS. Yeah, I, I oh, love that God. one. You are you near a Walgreens? The guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, we need. Well, we accidentally we, send you four or forty five hundred when you should have sold, and it's just a fake screen. Yeah. Look at your bank account. Oh, I sent you forty five hundred instead of five hundred. Can you please send four thousand back? And it, like they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. They're, they're going through the computer, and they're they're finding the gift cards they got because they take pictures and send yeah, them yeah, in, yeah. and they're just deleting the pictures of all the gift cards. You know what they do with those gift cards? They sell them on eBay. Do they really? Oh, really? yeah. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't the government know that? They do. That, but how do you know which one is legit and which one's not? 
Mm. And they start an eBay account right here from the United you States. You guys are bringing back memories office. back in the day when we were criminals, not now, of course. You know, the big hit was travel agencies. And the reason the hit was travel agencies because of the traveler's checks. Yeah. You can, you can rob Western those. Union. Yeah, too. and, yep. you, and yep. you can do this. They can't do that anymore. It takes too obviously. long for them to realize they're fake. Exactly. Right, exactly what they did. Now, listen, one more thing, and we're, we're going to close up because I want to talk about one thing with Oliva. So Oliva is ready with us to do whatever we want. We're never going to be going out, are we? No, you're good. You're good. And that's from the CEO. When you have when you have a backing of a company like Oliva, you really don't have to worry about it. They ha- You guys have done everything. We're going to do our own distribution, but other than that, you guys are kind of giving us a, a finished product based on our blend. Which, thank you so much, man. First of all, I appreciate you being on the show. Oh, man, thanks for having yeah, me. I wanted, it was a lot of fun. and uh, I want to thank you. We've been talking about doing this for a while, and I'm glad we could do it today. We did, and, and Corey actually drove three hours up from yeah, Miami. And we know you're here. busy, man. We appreciate and, it. And, you know, and again, he's great. They sponsor our show, so everybody always knows that. And they see the Oliva. I actually got emails. I see it, Oliva. What is that? Because sometimes they couldn't, like, you know, like, obviously, you can't sometimes see as clear, like, you want to know the crooked diamond? You can know that fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But once the cigar comes and we're going to have a launch, we're going to have a party, we're going to do a bunch of stuff, we're going to hope you set us up some things down there and we can do something with you guys yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because... You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to do a podcast, if you will allow it. I'd like to do a podcast out of that little lounge that you guys have Absolutely. in the office. Absolutely. We talked office? about that. Sure. We talked about that. Yeah. You, you know, know you have that. They've got a place, uh, for the listeners, you don't know about this, I'll tell you. They've got inside the office, it's got two doors to get to it, so the smoke stays inside. A beautiful fucking lounge with every Oliva cigar. So I'm a huge fan of the cigar called the Master's Blend 3. Um, I had them years ago, and I just really love that cigar. For me, that, that was a, a really great cigar, and I could not find them for years. One day we're at Oliva doing some business there for the Crooked Diamond Cigar. and We were in the lounge. We were hanging in the lounge. And the girl that took us back there says, you know, any cigar you want. So I'm like, you know, they got to have a master's blend here. And I'm looking, I'm looking. Fucking A, you did. Yeah. Um, you guys wait until you see the, the lounge in oh, Nicaragua. The new one? In, in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. I got your lounge there. But just to let you know, also, Oliva's grown. They have a 40,000 square foot facility right now. Yeah. They're moving to a... Uh, 65,000 down the street. <laughs> and matter of fact, we talked about putting a studio or something. Maybe we'll do yeah, some yeah, stuff. Yeah, with, you, know, you, oh, you had one or something. The, the, the former owners had a little studio. So, so we're going to do great. something. I'd love to do We'd like love to do a show down there, there go down yeah. there. Maybe we'll pop in there and do some shows. Because there's a lot of people. Like It's funny. Our, our buddy you're going to meet at lunch, he, he calls me yesterday. He says, hey, Larry. He goes, man, I just think it was crazy. He goes, I asked this kid, and they came in. How did you know about me? He goes, because he came from the land, which is far from yeah. there. He goes, Larry Lawton told me you're the best pot doctor in the state. You got people coming down to like from to the, the land, doctor. Florida. <laughs> nice. And, and for, yeah, he's got thousands. But he goes, it was. He goes, I told him, listen, I'll get you a doctor over there. Shout out to that listener, by the way. Absolutely. I think his name's never oh, mind. Never mind. But anyway, and I and my buddy Frank called me on the phone. He goes, will you talk to him? I said, sure, I'll put the kid on the phone, you know, and we did it, and, and the kid made his day, you know, and he came down with his mother. He was 21 years old, and he's got legit shit because this doctor's not going right. to play with that, you know, and he goes, you know, you helped that kid, and you don't even know it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I said, I think that's where we're, we're good partners, you and I, because we, we're going to work. Well, you know that. We're workers to begin with, yeah. and we're going to work, and we, I'm so confident, and I remember when I talked to you about this in the beginning, I talked to Fidel too. You know, he's yeah. a great guy too. Oh yeah, 
they can produce whatever we need. The boxes, this. And I love they, it. I love it. That is so We couldn't important. have a better support system, for sure. And and because of that, I think this is just going to keep going. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. Yeah. We're going to do everything we're going to do. But we're not quitting. A whole it's team. a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Well, exactly. I'm not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> can't fucking run anyway. I'll be over here slowing you down. Would you like to promote anything, uh, uh, Corey? Uh, Anything at all? Obviously, Oliva, Oliva. cigars, maybe. <laughs> hey, uh, thank, hey, Oliva, hey, right here, everybody. Right old here. bearded guys are the best for all of you ladies out there. Just want to plug for us old bearded guys. Uh, and guys, I'm, wor- I'm working I'm married, on the bold and goatees count. Yeah, and now <laughs> yeah. that Kim Kardashian doesn't have anybody, maybe she likes like forty plus. Oh, here we go with the fucking go. Kim Kardashian. And uh, anyways, before I'm we single. go. Uh, I want to remind everybody about the giveaway. Thatbends.com slash giveaway. Give in the your, link. Yeah, oh. it'll be in the description. Um, first name, last name, subscribe to two channels, and you're in. The Crooked Diamond Cigar. Newsletter. Yeah, I already said that. Uh, CrookedDiamondCigar.com mm-hmm. is where you can get the... Uh, Fucking didn't. I did. I just, I literally... You said the two YouTube channels. Yeah, but right before that, I said the fucking... Subscribe give us your first, last name, and your email. That's did you get that? He did say this that. is the real deal. So we just we just oh, everything he, he didn't say the word newsletter. Yeah, he did not. He I, said email. I, 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 I was a keyword email newsletter. Keyword. It doesn't even say newsletter anywhere on there. That's just an that's internal. Like, so that's a, like 2010. Yeah, it's like an internal <laughs> term that we're using. I do but. know constant contact. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, Larry is a is a is a big constant contact guy. Anyway, so crookeddiamondcigar.com. Uh, we it's not up yet, but it will be, and you can get extra ten entries into the giveaway if. You uh, become a Scar Club member just by buying a box. Right. And you get a free T-shirt. And the T-shirts are up online. You'll look at them. They really are pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. The Crooked Diamond Cigar Club, yeah. baby. I'm really excited. You know, we have a whole bunch of shit going on. Obviously, we're busy. You guys still email. We answer. Somebody answers. We still do that. You know, I'm not going to not do that. What are you looking for? Are you looking for the picture of the... I'm going to show Corey. All right. Well, maybe you show it to him after you tell everybody to make good choices. Looks good, man. He couldn't see it. His fucking I Watch him online. Oh now, eyes. don't forget Spotify or wherever you're at. He can't see. That. He's real fucking. Now he's real CEO. The, uh, no, I want to thank everybody. Corey, I want to thank you again. Oh, man, I thank mean, you, you guys have been great. I enjoy working with you guys. It's fun. Ben's always a great show. But Ben's really knows cigars a lot. I don't. I smoke them. But no, I mean, I know enough. I mean, I'm learning every day. Smoke you know that. That's right. Jesus, don't even go there with me. But (laughs) I want to thank again all the guys. Thank them down there too. You know we're going to have a long relationship. I think I really do. Uh, Everybody out there, listen what Ben said. Go to all that stuff. We got the giveaway. We got the website going. We got the pre-orders. Everything's going to be hitting in the next week. Hopefully, yeah. And we're going to be right around October third was the hard launch date, which it is still about maybe a week after. But you can place your orders, and it'll be going out in about a week, week and a half after that. And uh, uh, it's on my birthday. So we're going to have, it's a legit thing. It's by the, what do they call that? Randomizer. The randomizer on YouTube. That It's a legit shit. So my brother's not winning it, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. If, he, if you're associated Matter with Matter of fact, Ben's, I said, Ben, look at all these people. He goes, laugh. None of your friends are getting the fucking I deleted cruise. all their fucking names from me. <laughs> I went one by one. And if I recognize yeah, them as know. Larry's friend, fuck them. They're not winning. <laughs> I want and fans I on this cruise, not Larry's right, fucking right. friends. <laughs> They can come anyway. They got the money. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they will. A lot of them are coming. But anyway, thank you, everybody. Check it all out. Check all our websites out. Check everything out. And please make good choices, man. Don't get yourself locked up. Don't get yourself up. But have fun. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you Monday.